This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. Usually, because it's the third annual Off My Shelf Christmas Extravaganza! Yay! For the holiday season, I've gathered a fantastic forum of friendly folks to fraternize about festive favorites to get us in a very merry Christmas spirit. This year, we are talking about TV, holiday TV to be specific. Each of my guests picked a holiday favorite to talk about, which includes episodes from Doctor Who, The Office, Supernatural, Community, and The X-Files. My guests are Jamie Cochran. Hello. Alex Cook. Hey. Jessica Lutzer. Hi. Sean Archer. Merry Christmas, everyone. Leah Irby. Hello. And Mike Suderman. Hi. Welcome. Woo! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, this has already started to be um, a very fun and strange episode because usually when we do this, we have a sort of like a mini Christmas party together. But of course, with lockdown and us being responsible people, everybody's partying in their homes and we're doing this over Zoom, but we're still having a good time. So I'm good with this. Gracie brought us booze. And festive treats. Just your mug last year's Christmas extravaganza. Everybody's wearing cute things. We're doing doing our best here. We're doing our best. Yeah. And I'm totally down for it. It's all good. At least I don't have to get like my drunk ass home with, you know, all of my recording equipment and all that kind of stuff afterwards. So it's good. It works out. Yeah, that did happen last year. That did happen last year. (laughs) (laughs) What can I do? What can I do? I get in on the the same sauce that I give you guys. Okay. It's going to be trouble all around. (laughs) So to make this a little bit organized this year, as I said, we're going to talk about TV shows and we're kind of going to go around my screen, which you can't see. And we're just going to talk to people about the shows they picked and what's interesting about it and anecdotes and the usual kind of stuff. Um, Be prepared for interjections and loud individuals and uh, crazy antics, I suppose. So yeah. (laughs) So we're going to start with uh, Sean and Jess, who picked a Doctor Who episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably the best Christmas episode. <laughs> like of all time or just of Doctor Who? All time. Wait, no, uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> no. It's, it's There's some good ones. There's a Killer Snowman one. Yeah. There's one where Nick Frost is Santa. That one's fun. Yeah. You should introduce the episode that you're actually talking about before yeah. you talk about all the other ones, though. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Want to summarize the show, Jess? Well, you want me to do it? Okay, um, it's <laughs> A Christmas Carol, um, and so it's with Matt Smith, so his doctor, um, and then there's Amy Pond and Rory. Um, what exactly? They get a spaceship, get stuck in a cloud, and on a They're weird on planet, and there's fish in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> fish in the sky and there's a scrooge-like character and doctor who wants to change him but also save the spaceship because there's four thousand people on board there's a flying shark so before sharknado this was it um there's frozen people in pods he goes back and forth in time 
that is that a see all day i've been asking the question why is this show and i think jess really just illustrated why i had that question yeah what? yeah it's like, pretty bonkers. You say, like, there was a fish in the sky for some reason. There was a shark for some reason. Like, wait, wait, wait. So this planet has flying fish and shark sharks. And then the, the Scrooge character, Kazran, he, um, his father built a machine to control the weather and the shark fish. People okay, but so but what you sky. have but what you have to clarify is that the shark and the fish they don't they're just not in the sky they're in clouds and in mist. And right? they fly around where the, yes. everyone's walking. Yes. yes. How, how, come they, how come they only bite the doctor and they don't bite the kid? Well, oh, so he, uh, that. so he has a screwdriver that's sending out sonic waves and they're attracted to that? That's my understanding, which is why they're so affected by sound. I see you laughing, but yes, it totally makes sense. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> that's a guess. Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. <laughs> And, and then the shark eats half the sonic screwdriver, so they have to like get it back from the shark. Right. They do. Uh, it all makes sense. Like a homing beacon for the flying night. Yeah. Machine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was a synopsis of the episode. Sure. Yeah. It, that was certainly a number of things that happened in the episode described <laughs> in wait, varying wait, wait. levels of detail. So, yeah. so there's also so to to make the Scrooge-like character more human. Doctor Who goes back in time when he's a child and tries to show him humanity and love. And they unfreeze uh, Abigail from the cryogenic pod or whatever it is. And I'm sorry, who's Abigail? She's the one frozen. She's okay. the blonde she's lady the blonde, yeah. who every Christmas Eve they would go unfreeze her. And obviously, uh, sorry, say the name again, the Scrooge-like character, Sean? Uh, uh, Kazaran. Who clearly fell in love with her. And that's... That's her name. Good for remembering the name, Sean, because I did not. No, I've got to fall in love with cheating. her. That, like, I was also confused, like, when did he know her? Like, she was frozen. There was, like, a million other Christmas Eve together from the time he was, like, a little kid until he was an adult. Oh, no, I understand that. But, like, the first time they would have spent time together, like, why her? Why was she the one? I actually know this. He didn't get out much. Yeah. Do, do you but remember the first time? Get out much. I think. No, I think. How do you choose one person out of like an army of frozen people? Why was she the chosen one? So, so he had been down there as a kid, watching the videos that they, they recorded before they got frozen. Because mm -hmm. do you remember when when the shark got hurt and they had to bring it down because it's cold? And then <laughs> the kid told the doctor about this lady, and he played the video, <laughs> and she loved fish just as much as a little kid did. Yeah, um, each person had like a personal recording yeah. um, before going into the cryogenic chamber. And I think he was enamored with her in that recording about because he loves the fish. Why were they in the cryogenic chambers? So it was his way of giving out loans. So instead of using right. your dad Rolex for cash, okay, he's just you give a ju family member up it was just collateral it wasn't yeah. they being yeah. used as part of the machine i kept expecting like a matrix human battery twist and it never came <laughs> yeah i'm unclear why he goes to such great expense to house even cryogenically all of these humans and keep them 
Because his dad did it. Remember, these are all aliens, technically, and sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for why they do things. It's Doctor Who. I mean, I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who before this, so I have like capital Q questions, but oh, yeah. we can leave those for later. Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just, I just want to say, I heard the theme song at the beginning, and I had to like, like, ah. fight myself from turning it off because I still have horrible memories as, as a child and so it just like goes through my body and I was like oh my god yeah. and then, there's, then there's that like sound of the TARDIS you know like that in and out yeah. sound yeah. and I'm just like a no no you're watching the show you're watching it you're watching it stay <laughs> yeah. stay yeah. you know it was a whole thing no no I we think- talked about this before Tracy that yeah. we must have been watching the same programming block where they put Doctor Who after something, maybe the Muppets, that was meant for kids. Because I also remember being very small and just booking it out of the living room when the theremin starts. Yeah, yeah. Which I do remember you? that too. It, it is creepy yes. music and I remember being a kid and not liking it, but it hasn't like stayed with me. Like when I hear it now, I'm not affected yeah. like you are, Tracy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, it's like a pure guttural response. Like it's yeah. so, so weird. And I'm just like, why should this be scary? It's not. The episode wasn't scary. Nothing was scary in the show. But as soon I mean, as these music starts, I'm just like, something's not right. You know? Ooh. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's funny because this used to be a children's show, like back the original Doctor Who was mm-hmm. for children. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's has a lot of death and it. genocide in it. Yeah. Yeah. But well, this one the really original it. Doctor Who would have been the one that I watched. Yes, I'm yeah. that old. Um, so it's not, it has nothing to do with like the new generation or anything like that. But I just have this like, from my childhood, there's some, there's some <laughs> hidden subconscious memory that separates me from it. And I'm just like, no anything about it so yeah and then i watched this episode and i was just like oh that's also a reason not to watch it it's not that good you gotta go 2009 ecclestein and then you gotta go to david Tennant. starting at matt smith is a hard one to swallow because that's how jess got me into it yeah uh, he's jess definitely is the first one fan. of the more chaotic doctors because mm-hmm. i think doctor who in general is very chaotic as he's a 900 year old time lord yeah, he's got two uh, hearts and regenerates every once in a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, oh, so I know, after this I know episode, yeah. after this episode, he regenerates into the next Doctor, and then it's um, oh, I forgot that spoiler. I just started watching the next episode. <laughs> Liar! I don't believe you. <laughs> I did. I started watching it, and he's he's dead on a beach, and then oh. there's like an astronaut that came and like killed him. Right, Jess? Right. Yeah. I thought you hated right. watching this. I'm so happy. <laughs> no, no, but they tend to transition they started doing the christmas special whenever that actor was ready to leave they would use the christmas special as a way to transition them Uh to a new doctor and actually fun fact the brand new doctor is the first black woman to be Uh doctor who oh yeah i heard about that yeah and that's a surprise no one knew they didn't tell anybody because the last doctor was also the first woman, white woman, and now they have uh, a black woman. So that's pretty, people have been waiting and it was either we want women of color or gingers and they've been waiting a long time for those. <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions about that, but I don't think mm. I want any of the answers, so keep going. I think Wait, I didn't know this. So J- Jodie Whittaker's stopping soon? She's, she's done. Oh, she only did two seasons. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm excited. I, to be fair, I haven't actually watched Jodie Whittaker at all. So I should yeah. catch up on um, 
the last few years of Doctor Who, so. It, it, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's not my favorite Doctor Who, but I, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's nothing to do with her. The stories aren't as good. You not as good as Flying Sharks on Christmas Eve. No, no <laughs> Flying Sharks. You can't compete with David Tennant for me. Yes, um, favorite as well. He's my favorite. So I would suggest, like, Ecclestein was fun. But David which, one's, which one's Ecclestein? He's the guy from, what's the, there was that show on HBO about the cult after how. Oh, uh, the, uh, the Leftovers. The Leftovers. He's the main actor in The Leftovers. Uh, if you if you look at him, if you look him up, you'll recognize him from other stuff. Yeah, I, you'll I recognize him. him. Yeah. Oh, him. Okay. For one season, I think Tenant was two or three. Then Matt Tenet Smith was three. And so, then, yeah, Matt Smith Capaldi. So his Doctor Who, I watched like three or four episodes. Still didn't like it. I tried. Um, I didn't watch any of anybody else. Actually, now I think about it. I mean, um, you're not gonna like it if you don't like the chaotic like. He, it's weird, and it's meant yeah. to be weird. It's quirky. But I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with weird and yeah. or quirky. This is just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to alienate a whole bunch of people if I actually say my real thoughts about Doctor Who. No. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, I, don't, I, I think it's drivel. I really do. I, I, I don't know. Like it, but, but it's not even just like the theme song thing or whatever. I can get over that part. But, like, sitting down, watching the story, and I understood what they were trying to do. And, but I'm watching it, and I'm just like, this is boring. I get your point. You're not doing anything interesting with it. Can we get on with our, our life now? Like, it's just, you know. You're, you're killing Sean right now. <laughs> I know. Sean's dying. <laughs> I just well, can't to be fair, I think... It's very politic of you, Tracy, because we're talking about the X-Files later. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm prepared <laughs> for it. That's fine. I'm going to pretend I hate the X-Files. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to pretend. Yeah. But, like, I... But this is no, but this is I actually have the same thing with X-Files about the, the opening theme that you do about the, uh, um, the this thing, because, like... Yeah, it was probably on like Fox after The Simpsons or something. Oh, it would have been, yeah. Like I was a little, yeah, and I'm, I was like a little kid, and I was like, oh, this is a scary show. This is a horror show. Mm-hmm. And then like you watch it now, and you're like, oh, this is totally ridiculous. It's How you change, show. Mike? <laughs> Not like that. Hey, Mike is so cute. Yeah, but that that like that opening theme that's uh, you know, it's like things are getting creepy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, the thing is, though, with Doctor Who is I understand why people like the show. Like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. It just really does not hit any notes with me. And I just, I am not even 100% sure why. And it's not like I haven't given the show a shot. Yeah. But I don't it's know. Okay. It doesn't work for me. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. This, um, first episode, particular- and I don't know why I'd watch a second one, especially. Like. Yeah, this, this is a this pretty is, crazy um, episode. Yeah, this episode. I um, watch Supernatural and Riverdale. I'm okay with crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but I think with Doctor Who, you gotta start. You gotta get attached to the specific doctors. Because even as a Doctor Who fan, there are doctors I don't like. I never took to Capaldi. It was really hard to watch it. I don't think anyone took to Capaldi. Wasn't he on it for like ten episodes? But even Matt Smith (laughs) took me a while. Yeah, me me too. He's a weird dude. Like Mm. he's stressful. He's stressful to me. Where it's like. Ecclestein I was fine with. I was cool, whatever, neutral. And Tenet was where it hooked me. And Matt Smith, it took me a while. And Capaldi, I just barely watched it. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I've never watched the Jodie Whittaker one because I stopped kind of at Capaldi. So it's 
it's fair that every iteration of the doctor is a very different vibe. Yeah. And yes. some people might not like certain vibes. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Like that's, that's a, that's a criticism of the show. They do change it up every time they change a doctor. When, when I lived with Jess, when her roommates, um, I, I hated Dr. Who and she, she told me to start with Eccleston and I'm glad I did. Cause then I really got into it because, because I'd watch episodes here and there and I just thought it was stupid too. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but once I understood what the lore and what was going on, I really got into it and I love it. I, I even like Capaldi. I, he's not my favorite doctor, but he has some really good episodes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like all the doctors. So far. This, um, this episode uh, was like, it was written by Stephen Moffat, who was like their showrunner, right? And yep. he was doing, this overlapped with the first season of Sherlock? So I looked that up because I, because there's a scene in this episode where he does a Sherlock. Um, yeah, yeah. Def- yeah, that's exactly. Where he's deducing, you know, his childhood trauma from a painting yeah. in, in the chair. And I was like, oh, I wonder which came first. And this aired in like the end of 2010 and Sherlock yeah. aired in like the summer of 2011. Oh, okay. So, but you're right. He's the same, he's the same guy. Yeah, he's a showrunner. Yeah. yeah, but they may have been filming or he may have been writing the episode. So, like, they kind of just yeah. crossed over a little yeah. bit. Because that took me out of it. I go, why is he doing Sherlock? And then I was like, oh, yeah, Stephen Moffat. And then I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, Mike, so, my question to you guys what, what do you actually like? Why did you pick this episode? What do you like about this episode? Because there's definitely more than one Doctor Who Christmas episode, but why this one? I mean, to be fair, I gave Sean three options and he went with this one. So I, that's a question yeah. for Sean. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, um, I looked online the best Doctor Who Christmas specials and I was going to pick this one or the, or the Killer Snowman one. And I don't know. Like, I, uh, to be honest, I do like the Killer Snowman one better, but Jess did pick this number one and I, I do like this episode too. Okay, but what, you, you still didn't say what you liked about it though. Um, I, I love that he goes back in time and fucks with a, sorry, uh, uh, we can swear, right? Of course you can. Yes. I love that he fucks with a cranky old man's uh, life history. <laughs> yeah. Like aggressively. Yes. Yeah. Aggressively. He yeah. changes his life. <laughs> and he does it within like a couple days. Yeah. Like, and he, he, and like, he gets to watch yeah. it as it's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and to be, and I, I, I kind of like the love story between uh, him and Abigail. All right. It's a yeah. little weird. It is, it a is very weird. strange. And it's a little, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little bit like Looper, where they go back in time and, like, are changing the past. Like, it's that non, that, that weird, like, causality nonsense. And yeah, where they're cutting off the arm. and, and then Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, it's really cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's no. a lot of fun to, like, the the weirdness of somebody being aware that their past is changing while it's changing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Who uh, uh, time time travel stuff makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just can't think. Well, about I mean, it. you and I both, Sean. You and I both. <laughs> I don't. I don't gravitate towards time fuckery as a storyline. Which ugh, end game? But anyway, um, <laughs> like, it's and so, you loved it. It's so for a minute, but yeah, no, it's so. It's so much easier to do it wrong than to do it right. And like mm-hmm. there are plot holes you could fly a space shark through. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a shark reindeer. Come on. <laughs> well, I got used to the reindeer. No, you're right. No, you're right. That's a better descriptor. I I, yeah. I agree. And it's is Doctor Who always structured that way that they're on a ship and then that she's always like, crashing. The yes, it crashes at the beginning of every episode, right? Yeah. I've never seen Doctor Who. No. No. They're, they're usually going places in different time periods in the TARDIS, and there's usually like some sort of 
like person they're trying to save or conflict they're trying to fix or they're trying to stop someone from interfering with yeah. something that's supposed to happen. Um, yeah, so yeah. there is a lot of like time travel and time warp aspects to the overall show. So yeah, Alex, if you're not into time travel stuff, Doctor Who is definitely not for you. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I think she knows. <laughs> I, I know I suspected and now I've more or less confirmed. Mm. There's a Titanic Christmas episode also. Is that true? Yes. Th- I don't like that one very much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you could, but sure. <laughs> you know what I do find cool with Doctor Who is they will uh, I like to be in Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, uh, cameo in it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Jack frozen <laughs> in, the, in the ocean. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they just <laughs> out the number of people that fit on the door. Like what? Yeah. They yeah. just pick Jack up and put him back on the door. Just like this is... Yeah. Actually, one thing that annoys me about that whole there's room on the door argument is that nobody takes into consideration buoyancy. Yeah, or yeah. his weight. It's actually That's, not I know it's not it's not legit. That argument is not legitimate. It's but not also, because a picture of both of them on the door with James Cameron hanging off the side that's like, well, you fucked yourselves. You didn't realize. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that that's my whole thing. Whatever. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Well, if you decide to ever do a Titanic television episode, you know, you're good because it's a natural one of those as well. <laughs> yeah, if we do this again, I'll pick more Dr. Who. Just for you guys. <laughs> just for us. Thank you. <laughs> until, <laughs> until he warms your heart. <laughs> just like Kazran. I'll be like, this is the one that did it. It's the killer snowman. Yes. What, what does bug me about the episode and any, any Scrooge story mm. is, so by changing him in the past, all those people are still stuck in cryo-freeze. So mm-hmm. I don't know how long they've all been there. Um, so all those lives are ruined. Or at least all their family members are dead. And this mm-hmm. guy gets a redemption story. It always bugs me. Like yeah. Christmas Carol, uh, the movie Scrooge. I mean, I guess in Scrooge, just an shitty executive but mm-hmm. um well yeah. i also think the way this episode is set up because they've actually changed physically changed his life and his life trajectory as a quote-unquote good person he would have let all of those people out of cryogenic freeze anyways right but so they, they, they should have let him 50 there. years ago when he was a child they wouldn't have, yeah they don't have anywhere to go now yeah mm-hmm. so uh, yeah also, were they all dying, or is it just her that had the clock? I think it was just her. No, okay. she volunteered because she knew she was dying, yeah. but most of them okay. are perfectly able-bodied and just pops right, up for right. no good reason. I, yeah. I love that she only went to visit her own family one time in all those right. years. Mm-hmm. Like, like, hanging out with this random kid is more important. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> to be fair, they, they, they seem to really it. control what she saw and did yes. a, yeah. in the few moments of freedom she had. So <laughs> I, I feel like indoctrination is was basically like the first thing. It's right in the moment. name. Indoctrination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Would you rather see your family or go to a party with Frank Sinatra and Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. Actually, well, I think... Even know, but. You got to respect the energy of a guy who ghosts Marilyn Monroe, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctor! As far as the, like, free will thing goes, as Mike pointed out, they did actually stick the woman in a fridge. Yeah. While they okay. figured out what to do with her. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other woman in the episode is trapped on a crashing spaceship. Yes. Yeah. On her honeymoon. Yeah. On her honeymoon. Yeah. That a dude is yeah. going to save. Just it's their the honeymoon. <laughs> it's, I'm just putting this together now. One of my notes is, why is there a gladiator on this ship? I'm <laughs> yeah. just figuring out. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's common knowledge in Doctor Who that Rory wants to have sex as a gladiator, and she wants to be... I'm just kidding. 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're my guide to this weird world no, where no. she looks so, a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, so every doctor has a companion, and Matt Smith's doctor has Rory and Amy Pond. Both they're, of them? Yeah, because they're a married it, couple. It starts out with just with her, but he's always a side character. This is and then the second season. Yeah, so they, got, yeah they, they were dating, I think. Were they yeah. dating? Or Yeah. Yeah, they were always dating and they got married while oh. they were. So the doctor showed up and he was just like, ooh, two for one. And they all carried on? Yeah. I he mean, he wasn't was, a companion okay. right away, though. I, I can respect that. Yeah. 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 And the doctor, no one's really too sure. Sometimes they play with a bit of romance, but then he's almost just like kind of asexual. Like it's really unsure. But he did have a wife and children back. Yeah in the day that were murdered is my understanding. So I think he's got some PTSD where he stays really far away, but has friendship companions that come with him. But I think the closest in the early ones is Rose, who was mm. tenants or Ecclesine and tenants. And yeah. there was always this weird vibe with them, but they never. Rose and Martha, I think both kind of fall in love with the doctor. And then yeah. Clara yeah. with Capaldi a little bit. Do they all like each new doctor do, do they have the same backstory or do they invent a new backstory for oh no it's the oh, same person yeah same person. It's, just, it's just it's just a different body and then different personality even he if it's a like, woman though like it doesn't yeah, yeah. okay sorry he's like a time lord he has two hearts he's an alien and he's he's an alien he's an alien yeah <laughs> he's from gallifrey <laughs> he's from gallifrey which was destroyed right it's it's old gallifrey. it was destroyed in the time wars <laughs> in the time wars when there was a bunch of time doctors anyway he has so much energy that he like has to expend it and then i'm sure there's specific I could even be wrong. And then he changes his form, but he has the same backstory. Nothing changes, but his personality changes a bit. With and, for some, form. and for some reason, he loves 20th century England. So that's yes. where he gets all his companions. <laughs> convenient. <laughs> Very convenient. And every alien invasion, London. <laughs> it always starts in London, the center of the world. Space out. shark London, like this yeah. one. Yeah, not yes. China, not, 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 not the US. <laughs> or a different planet? Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, there's always every week. There's always aliens trying to destroy Earth, mm -hmm. or, or destroy a spaceship, or a you know, and then the Doctor and the companion come in and save the day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. the The last episode I watched of Doctor Who was might have been more than five years ago. Uh, um, like just we watched randomly, and it, it was just called uh, "Dinosaurs on a Spaceship." So that that seemed like a good. <laughs> good on-ramp to uh Love that song. yeah i was like if i'm not gonna like this this episode i'm not gonna like any episode that is true that is yeah. true nice how do you know oh my god uh well talking about um weird episodes and planets and all that kind of stuff we're gonna move on to jamie's um the office pick which was uh, yeah <laughs> well you took a lot of time you knew it was an episode from the office you're gonna pick but you took a lot of time to pick this episode what episode did you days. pick <laughs> two days is a long time no you took a, you took over a week what are you yeah about? i remember the, the separate emails yeah Unless i have no concept right of time anymore <laughs> since the pandemic started you, it's like anybody or is it because you're a time lord are you the doctor's new companion jamie Take me I with you. It makes oh, I underestimated how much wine I was going to need for this. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming together. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Well, I guess I chose um, The Office, and the episode I chose was Moroccan Christmas, which is season five, episode something? Ten? Eleven. Ten. Eleven? Eleven. Eleven. Netflix said eleven. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. Well, it's Netflix, then it's got to be right. Um, (laughs) So I guess, like, the episode centers around like (laughs) Michael uh, giving Meredith this like drink at their Christmas party that was like he called one of everything and he just mixed literally everything into it including like abstinence. Um, I have the recipe here. Do you? Okay. The drink is equal parts scotch, absinthe, Rum, gin, vermouth, triple sec, and two packs of Splenda. Two packs of Splenda. <laughs> it's called it's one, one of everything. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, over just hearing that. Yes. <laughs> it's a funny joke. It is. <laughs> so um, Meredith has one of those and demands another and it's assumed she drinks quite a few of them and then starts dancing at the party and accidentally lights her hair on fire. Um, so Michael calls an intervention um, on Christmas, on, at their Christmas party and you know, all the, the guys in the office are kind of crowded around Michael, like asking him if it would be more appropriate to do it on a different date. And they list like a bunch of dates. They're like, how about Groundhog Day? And he's <laughs> like, I celebrate privately. So he couldn't do it on, couldn't do it on Groundhog Day. It has to be Christmas. Uh, so they all like gather in this room and, and um, have this intervention for Meredith. And then... Um, Michael convinced her to like go to the bar or something and he ends up taking her, dragging her from the parking lot into like this rehab center uh, where it's, it's non, like it's only voluntary. Like you can't just like admit someone. Um, I forget what he said. What do you say? He's like, I have a deposit. (laughs) Where's my sign? Yeah. Anyway, it's sorry it took me so long, Tracy, to just find <laughs> an episode. But I love The Office, and there's so many great Christmas episodes. And I really debated between this one and um, the other one that's like probably like I think probably the most popular one, or like the one that people most think of when they think of Christmas episodes of The Office. It's like where they do that. Um, What's it called? Uh, the the elephant. Um, uh, wh- oh, white yeah. elephant. White elephant. White elephant. And yeah. or stealing um, Santa. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where it was like a, supposed to be like a secret Santa, and then Michael decides to turn it into a white elephant exchange. But everyone had picked gifts specifically for people that they bought for. That like he was trying to get them to do like a a white elephant type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Also a classic episode. So I was debating slowly. For a week, over. <laughs> Jamie couldn't sleep. It was, it was she tossed and turned. It's too much. Um, anyway, this episode, I guess, like to me, is probably up there. I think it's one of the funniest episodes of The Office. Like, I still, every time I watch it, like break out laughing. 
And like a lot of times with shows, I don't really do that. Like I don't like actually like laugh out loud, but this one gets me every time. I think my like favorite <laughs> scene is when like um, Dwight is selling the um, unicorn <laughs> princess <laughs> and he sells it to like Daryl and then Toby like promises his daughter <laughs> the unicorn princess. Daddy's gonna be and a then, hero. he he finds out that daryl bought the last one and he he he's like daryl you gotta like you gotta help me as for my daughter and daryl's like well i'll sell it to you for for four hundred dollars and and toby's like you know i only have 200 and he's like that's fine you can you can pay me later and toby's like thank you thank you so much and then he he turns the box and looks at it as the the black (laughs) unicorn And he does, you can just see on his face, he's just like, oh, and he's like, what is there, Daryl's like, is there a problem? He's like, no, it's better than the one I wanted. Because like, <laughs> he couldn't say anything. It's just like so funny. Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I laughed Did so it, hard when Michael threw the pencil at Toby. Like it looked like they were bonding for a yeah. second. And he goes, bam. That made me howl. Yeah. Oh, I was so uncomfortable the whole time. I've seen a few episodes of The Office, but this is the first one that I've seen. I, like, I've seen the first couple episodes of The Office, and I was like, why would anybody watch this show on purpose? And <laughs> Mike said that I would get used to it, but Mike will also eat Sour Patch Kids until his mouth bleeds, so I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I haven't done I that probably since my teens that, like, literally blood. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah. It was so funny, and yet I was so uncomfortable. And I know that's the whole point of The Office, but I was not prepared for how uncomfortable. The the, the blonde who's cheating on her fiancé with the Mm -hmm. Angela. And I was like, I felt bad for a guy with a sitar. I hate guys with sitars. (laughs) Across the board. I felt so bad for him. I'm like, oh, they all know. And he doesn't know. And that's the worst. Wait, am I him? Am I Andy? Because I play instruments in our D&D now. (laughs) Is that me? I mean, I'll just shove you off the door in D&D. Is Alicia sitting with Mike? (laughs) Are you guys not telling me this? Is Mike white in this situation? I don't know. It's the only other guy here. (laughs) Bears, bees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember the line. Uh, yeah. Good enough. Yeah. What is it? But, bears, beats, Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. I, but yeah, I wasn't prepared for it to be so funny. And yeah. yeah well, funny. and some of the cringe does, I think, like dissolve if you if you're more aware of the characters you know how awful angela has been in previous episodes so watching uh like her being exploited is good well having seen all the episodes where phyllis is just like treated like a punching bag like and then so in this episode she like her horrible domineeringness like really is playing against that previous thing and then Mm -hmm. like andy's also been a horrible person at times like it's it, 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 like it's, there, it's all the a vacuum. I think it is, but it's a different. It's more in context. <laughs> like it still is bad, uh, but because it's still you know people that this is happening to. But you, 
you, you feel more ambivalent about the, the individuals and, and like you can kind of point to different, uh, um, you know, actions in the past that they've done that, that like okay. kind of the, the cringe is playing off of a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm still slightly salty about that time Leah and I had to like lightly hitchhike at a Scranton, so oh, <laughs> not a good demographic for the show anyway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> first of all, first of all, pick up his phone. You can't just skip over this. You gotta, you gotta tell <laughs> the story of this <laughs> and go. I don't, I don't know what. Well, yeah, there you go. I mean, we were. <laughs> Alex, do you want to tell the people what we were doing? <laughs> We were going to a concert in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And it's you know, like same people in New York do. State. And our we missed our connection and ended up in Scranton. And As one does. Like and what, what was the concert? <clears throat> Alex. Uh, one of my TV boyfriends, Christian Kane. Oh, oh no, here. Who is that? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Scranton, Ohio for that? I mean, we weren't stuck very long because we lightly hitchhiked out of there, but you know. Also, the concert ended up being a really good time. But yeah, they were like, don't worry, you'll be in Mechanicsburg by tomorrow, which is not when the band was going to be there. New York City. They were like, oh, your bus isn't coming. So you just get on the next bus. It goes to New York City. It's like, so you want me to go... So I have a hotel room in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and you want me to go to New York City arriving after midnight with nowhere to stay? Like, this does not seem like a good alternative. And yeah. uh, I tried to call a cab to just like bribe somebody to drive us. And the, the woman was like, oh yeah, he doesn't always pick up. And I was like, he? He. Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> the taxi. Oh, oh like you mean the person in the taxi company? No, Ralph, <laughs> the guy with the cab. <laughs> yes. At which point? <laughs> Everything goes out the window because we can't, neither of us drive, we can't rent a car, and it's just oh, like, it becomes like the lesser of all available evils, like what, you know, yeah. Yeah, and there was an incredibly witless teenage girl from a trailer park in upstate who had, was trying to meet her mom in Harrisburg, and her mom had arranged some sort of relay system, so we just like sidled up and we're like, can you introduce us to these strangers who are coming to pick you up, and maybe they have room for other strangers? <laughs> <laughs> So we yep. literally got in the car with two separate sets of strangers. <laughs> yeah, and then we the stranger who was picking up this teenager dropped her off to not her mom, right? Another set of family oh, members who was picking her up? Her mom had sent her and it was somewhat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> then at which point the teenager shows up and is like, hi, I made two friends who are twice my age. They're coming too. Like, yeah, hi. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say this. This goes... This goes against everything we've ever been taught in school, okay? I'm well, just going to tell you this. These two were to wear, but I mean, if Scranton only has one cab driver and my alternative is nowhere to stay in New York City in the middle of the night, a couple of well-meaning strangers on a teenager relay seems like <laughs> kind of also, a great idea. we did some math about this and we were like, realistically, if this dude who's coming to pick up this teenager is yeah. most likely to kill this teenager. So actually this puts us in a position to do a very good deed of saving her life. So we really should go with her and just make sure because she's never met this guy. He could be a weirdo. Turned out they were all lovely. They that's, were, that's and good. they were completely Ooh. charmed by us, partly because we're charming, but also because the teenager was like freaked out and basically mute. And we were just like, oh, 
thank you so much for this ride. We're happy to throw money at you, but also we are very good at conversation. Do you think they were like, oh, these chicks are Canadian. They seem very friendly. Oh, they thought we were nuts. And they basically said that. (laughs) You were like, listen, we understand that you think we're nuts, but also we're kind of out of options. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Getting in a car with a stranger is bad, but it's not as bad as the alternative. That bus station is the size of my living room. Like, no. The concert ended up rocking. That was fun. But it wasn't until we were headed out of town in Stranger Number One's car that we passed in a near perfect mirror image of the time that we were driving out of Detroit in the middle of the night in a totally different story. Uh, we passed both Dunder and then Mifflin on the road signs. And I was like, I am Wait not a, a person who watches The Office, but have seen enough like coffee mugs mm-hmm. and references to know where we are. <laughs> Is this where we are? Really? And I love that this comes right back around to the office, Jamie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. And I apologize for lightly hijacking your uh, your episode, but I felt it's for, it's for everybody to talk. Not just <laughs> about our history with Scranton. Poor <laughs> Yeah. Um I just would not recommend in real life. <laughs> yeah, no. I was Not once watching, you're out of your 20s, anyway. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast uh, this summer called The Oral History of The Office. I don't know if anybody else listened to it or is, that's just a me thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so good. It's like the, it's the best. It was like every moment of it I enjoyed. They had like the, the entire like original cast on and like uh, all the writers, producers, like everybody and just like walked through like the entire like how the show got up and running like how it got broadcast on NBC like the executives involved that made it happen why it didn't get canceled like all all this info that was really interesting um but one of the things that's really cool about the show is there was a lot of people on the show that weren't actual like actors Mm. um and Phyllis is one of them she was actually a writer and Phyllis is just Phyllis. Like, that. she's just herself in the show. She's not, like, really... Like, she started to learn a little bit of improv while she was on the show, but it's mostly just her. She is just this, like, timid, quiet lady that's, like, rosy-cheeked all the time, and, like, they just threw her in. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was a good fit. She did it great. So yeah. She's so she's funny in it. Yeah. And she fell in love with Vance from Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike knows the office. <laughs> Didn't Mindy Kaling start off as a writer? Like she was on the show, but barely, and then yes, she was a writer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, her too. But that's well, like, then BJ Novak was like a uh, something producer or something. He was. Yeah, why was he not in the episode? I didn't wasn't see him. Was he in the episode? No, he no. wasn't. No, he wasn't in the episode. No, he he's mostly off. I, from my, I haven't done a rewatch in a while, but I think he's mostly off the show by then. Like he comes back every once in a while, but like there's a whole storyline where he goes, works in corporate and then it goes disastrously. And then he's just not in most episodes. Yeah. Cause doesn't he get all like cracked out and stuff and yeah. lots of people and yeah, he got, uh, he gets promoted and becomes like an executive essentially. <laughs> starts doing a lot of like cocaine and everything goes to his head and he Makes sense. yeah he's like michael's boss and then he gets like demoted and becomes 
um, he, he ends up coming back to their office and back to his like closet that is his office like off the kitchen it's literally just like a storage closet they keep him in <laughs> hey, excuse me that's my stapler excuse me <laughs> So, so Jamie, you were saying you were trying to balance this against like other episodes, and you mentioned uh, one other Christmas episode. Is there any other Christmas episodes from The Office that were that you were thinking of? I mean, those two for me are like the main ones that like come to mind when I think of The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I didn't rewatch any of the other ones. They're not like fresh in my mind. Did you watch the UK Office? I didn't actually, I don't know. Like I started watching The Office probably like late. I guess everybody did because the first season did horribly. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, the, like the first, I didn't know um, what it was. I mean, the first two seasons of even The American Office are almost verbatim, the British one. And I think that's why it almost didn't work because they're just like, it's um, North, people in North America, they don't have the same type of humor like they're not looking for the same thing as like a british audience and i think a lot of americans were just like this isn't funny or it's just too dry and they were just not getting dark yeah 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 it's like like the originals like why are you note for note done it with less cool accents exactly and that was the other problem i didn't realize they were doing it into season two though i thought season two was when they started like redoing the formats would work for a u.s audience no if i remember correctly it was season three when that happened really that late hmm. yeah yeah but yeah, how many episodes are there for the american compared to the british because aren't these like 20 episode seasons yeah but the british the first one episode is or the first season is like only a few episodes I oh, think. okay yeah, I think it's like six or something. But, yeah, the UK I, runs really short. I, I yeah, think. Like yeah, my my recollection is the same as Jamie's is that by season two they were. Yeah, otherwise it would have gotten canceled. I don't think it would have made to season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things the writers did was try to end on like, like a like a happy note each episode mm-hmm. to work for U.S. audiences. Um, I, I'm not familiar with the UK one, but I guess it was like just like a little bit darker and like. Oh, it's a lot bleaker. Yeah, there's always yeah. a murder at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we haven't listened to the the, the Office uh, podcast, but we did listen to um, Mike Sure talk a, a fair amount on the uh, Good Place podcast, and he was a writer on the Office. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the things he said was that um, uh, in, in the Office they they had to. Um, give Michael Scott redeeming qualities, like wh- whereas yes. in, like yes. Ricky Gervais is just uh, just horrible, and that's okay in the UK one. Like that, mm-hmm. it's okay for him to be irredeemably awful and never get it and never understand why people hate him or anything like that. Whereas in in uh, the American one, they had to give him a little bit more humanity and a little bit more of a of a like a reason to sympathize with him. That, so that was one of the, one of the changes that, and then, and then Mike sure said that like, that's one of the things that he just took away from working on the office was just like humanizing people on the show. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and all the characters, like all, everyone that works for Michael 
you know, you start to see within like the second, third season, they all like, it's like, he's so difficult and crazy, but they love him, you know, versus like the first season, they're like, they don't like him, you know, and mm -hmm. it's harder to watch or more, even more awkward. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, I, but, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I, I also like just, um, there's some episodes where they show that uh, Michael Scott was like a really, really good salesperson. And so it's like a little bit of the, the, um, the uh, Peter principle where like he was, he was just uh, promoted beyond his capability. Like he has no capability of being a manager or like running a business or dealing with people, but he like had a photographic memory for like everybody's kids and like what they, they were allergic to. And like all, like he could make all those personal connections that to, to do the sales back when like doing that was important. And it was just, it's like an interesting thing that they wove in later in the show to be like, Oh, he was, he was really good at just like convincing people to buy paper from him. And then they gave him this office and he tried to relate to people and yeah. It just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, they cover that in the podcast I listened to, too, that, that they did that. Um, one of the other things that you talk about is, um, like, why... I think they did a whole episode on just why The Office still holds up today, where a lot of comedies from that time period don't, um, especially, like, long-running comedies like Friends, like, don't hold up as well because there's so much, um, like sexism racism homophobia and it's like the office has all of that but they do it in a way that's like it's like so obvious that the person saying it is like not correct you know like it's like mm -hmm. it's like everyone in friends is like calling each other gay and like you know like making these like insults and then they do it in the office but they make it like like it's like well Michael just doesn't know any better. Like he's kind of just dumb and, and it works still today because there's still people like that in our society and we it's kind of like making fun of them in a way. And, and so it's still like, you, it doesn't age. It's like, it's still, it still represents like everyone today. And, and they never used like language that was like really specific to that time, the way everyone's dressed. It's like, it could be today, it could have been 10 years ago, it could have been 30 years ago, like everyone's mm -hmm. just like neutral. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it still holds up. Like I still watch The Office like all the time and it's hilarious. Yeah. My only thing is, is that if we never go back to an office again, nobody's gonna understand the whole concept of what's an office. Oh my God, it's, it's that's, that's where it's gonna stop holding up because <laughs> the generation's gonna be like, what the fuck is an office? Why are they in that room together and so close together? That's just weird. <laughs> That guy Freezing touched that other guy's phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's a receptionist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you go places? That's weird. Paper? Yeah, there's What's a whole paper? person that's dedicated to just, like, verbally speaking to randos who walk into the office. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Or answering a phone is like everyone has their own phone. Why do you need somebody else to like, you have a cell phone. Why would someone else answer your phone for you? Yeah, that's just crazy and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No so yeah, it's, it's held up until now, but it might not. Exactly. The next generation is so confused. Gen Z will be like, ah, bullet dodged. And everyone below them will be like, what? <laughs> what <is> <laughs> <that>? <laughs>
For sure, yeah. But yeah, I watch it. I don't know why. I just like, I find The Office really comforting. I don't, I think I used to like cringe at it, like you guys were saying, like maybe the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But then like cringing. the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time I watched The Office, I just like, I watch it all the time. Like it's on in the background while I'm cooking or working or going to sleep. Like mm-hmm. it is like my uh, comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's super fun. <laughs> because this episode highlighted other characters that like Pam and the other dude are like not Jim Jim? that might be his name I don't know I think one of the great things about this episode is so many episodes are about Pam and Jim yeah and this episode just wasn't at all no exactly not watch the office I all I hear about is Pam and Jim and then watching this episode I was like oh, okay these other guys I mean I knew I know Dwight as well and that's funny mm-hmm. and um the lady who got her hair on fire that was funny mm-hmm. um and I was like oh Jim and Pam are boring they exist they exist well, yeah I read the- well in the, in the podcast I was listening to they said that actually Pam is like arguably the protagonist of the show and not Michael Oh, and yes. the whole show is centered around her perspective. I do agree with that. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I'll say is that I was on a dating app. Maybe I should have the brandy first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have like, I don't know, the office on there and, and maybe a quote or two. I don't know. But <laughs> well, guy, I'm trying to find my Michael Scott. <laughs> this guy messaged me and he's like, you know, you're like the first girl I've seen on here that like mentions the office, but doesn't say she's like Pam looking for her gym. <laughs> I was like, I'm more of like a Stanley looking for a Meredith. And then he never responded. And I thought, oh, like, <laughs> Meredith knows how to party. I don't know why. Like, apparently, I mean, good. Good that you um, communicated your expectations quickly, and and uh, yeah. and and then he self-selected out. Yep. Yeah. That's but, on him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He knew he could yeah. not perform what he exactly. he knew you're not you like you're, yeah, yeah. it's not what he you were looking for. It's fine. Check with that guy. Yeah. Just don't put Angela unless you're on Christian Mingle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. puts Angela. It's gotta. I, I finally <laughs> found my Jan to my Michael. I am going to watch some more episodes and then probably take offense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, watch. um, Proactively join you in that. Three seasons in. What the fuck, Mike? (laughs) What's the episode called? I think it's called House Party or Dinner Party. Yeah. Oh, that that one. one. Oh, yeah. The room full of candles, (laughs) scented candles. Like. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, he puts his wine, his steak in the glass of wine, so it softens it because he's got soft teeth, which they referenced in this episode. Because <laughs> yeah. he has to go to the dentist. His monthly dentist appointment. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I love it. Sorry, I watched The Office. Yeah. Well, I'm glad someone else on here does, because clearly nobody else. Right? Heard. Come on. <laughs> I watched the first three or four seasons, and then it just kind of stopped. I don't remember why. I, I did enjoy it. I, didn't, I don't think I loved the so, show. Character yeah, I mean, I mean, you're very Doctor Who to watch. I had to watch that. No, but I, I think that that was a little bit because I mean, this was season five, right? And um, 
to to kind of Jess's point, like the first like arc is a little is is quite a bit about Jim and Pam and the will they won't they and all that stuff, and then they get married or, or like whatever they get together, and then so they're they're actively retooling the show, but the the initial hook that like kept people in for a little while, they have to like add new characters, they have to you know mm-hmm. figure out a new balance and things. And one of the things is like giving Phyllis a whole lot of power in a Moroccan Christmas. <laughs> you know, that was so good. <laughs> it's, it starts in a lot of new ideas, but like, yeah. yeah. So I also really appreciated this pick because uh, it is clearly the least, least whimsical, uh, but also most accurately represented uh, as, as a Grinch uh, myself. It really accurately represented what it's like to be around other people in like all of no like all of December and part of November and sometimes into January. Ugh. So I did appreciate that, Jamie. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what a lot of the holidays feel like for me is that sort of tooth pulling sensation of watching The Office for the first time. Oh but god. <laughs> I actually one of my questions for you guys was gonna be like, you know, have any of you guys had like an office Christmas party this year? And if so, what did that look like? And how cringeworthy was that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh I had I had mine today and it was it on did. Zoom. And it was fine. Are you guys work at the same company? <laughs> yeah. But we we're just, just 5,000 people. We can't have 5,000 people on Zoom. <laughs> and yes. And uh, as I was saying, we did it on Zoom. Uh, we all got to order lunch that was paid for by the company, and yeah, my company says get some hot chocolate and log into Zoom. Like, like anybody's <laughs> drinking hot chocolate and there's no wine in that mm-hmm. hot chocolate glass. Like, come on. Also, outside of business hours, and yeah, always dry parties, often in Milton. Your your Christmas parties are a sham. Oh, guess so who didn't log in? Obviously. I couldn't even, I don't, they, they tried to entice me. So we have this trophy system um, and it's like you get trophies for doing a good job and then you can redeem them for gift cards. Like just digital like, trophies. Digital trophies. So they were like to entice us. They were like five trophies. So $5. Come to the Best Daft Punk team. album. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> also Alex was doing her dad's birthday party on Zoom. So I was like, I don't trust the quality of my bedroom, but also even if I had the best setup, we had I enough of logged on. Yeah, I I topped out our awkwardness on Zoom <laughs> budget last night. So <laughs> no. So you know what? Like, we have three hundred people, and everyone's invited to the same Zoom. So yeah. also nobody's gonna notice that you're gone. Yeah, I have hundred and fifty in Milton. I don't know any of them, and I was like, I'm already. I'm, I'm like awkward with strangers I'm like no man and then my coworker was like well just i don't have a camera how can i go on when you're like there's communication i'm not going to get too specific but like how do i how do i do this and i was like you don't and she's like okay well wine alone for me and i was like yes yes <laughs> party oh well agreed can i bring one thing up about movie and tv show christmas uh, christmas parties Sure. I like that the office didn't do this. It wasn't on Christmas Eve. That drives me nuts, especially when movies do that. Yeah. Who? 
Who would ever? Yeah, who does that? That's the thing. I think Only two FBI agents. <laughs> well, see, that was Mulder. So that's different. That's yeah. not a. That's not a. Party, the FBI didn't one. sanction that. Yes, yeah, that was a completely different party, thing. To be fair, yeah. like yes. but clearly mm-hmm. we know um, she does all her Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve because yeah. she's busy. Because most busy. Christmas off, office Christmas parties yeah, are in the busy. middle or like early December. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was trying that. to organize like Christmas trivia in our office, and it was like, oh yeah, like seventy percent of our office is gone by next Friday. So like, good luck with that. Yeah. Especially <laughs> it's first weekend of December bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. My department does January, actually, because we're so busy in Christmas. I actually I used to work for a real estate company run by a woman who was notoriously. Um, <laughs> What's the word? Not generous, I guess. What's her name and address? But the only, uh, <laughs> what's the company name? One of the, I was like, trying to think of the names of famous dragons in history and couldn't come up with anything. So uh, yeah. Smaug? Uh, Draco the dragon <laughs> yeah. from Dragonheart? <laughs> that was okay. like the one big indulgence of the year is like, forget December. We're having the Christmas party in January. Yeah. But it was on a set like a Friday. Or, I think it was a Saturday night and it was bananas yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. open bar everybody hammered to here and back like because it was like oh this is like yeah we, you've been working at six days a week and like a like scrooge all year so like <laughs> enjoy your bar tab mm-hmm. just like, whatever that's fair do your worst well at least yeah. you didn't like script on it that cost half oh, yeah. what it would if it had been in december so we were all just like whatever we'll take it yeah <laughs> yeah you came home from those parties in different years at all in all different angles standing on all different <laughs> angles none of them straight up ever never straight up and no yeah no. usually carrying your heels those were good yeah always carrying my heels. there's nothing wrong with a good christmas party yeah i miss them Christmas party story. Oh, 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 can I, can I say, can I say one? Can I say one? We had a good one one year. Uh, So our company had um, an open bar at um, a club downtown. So they rented the whole space for us. It was two floors and they had like hors d'oeuvres, like, but it wasn't like, you know, one guy with a tray for like a hundred people. It was like, there was like 20 servers always in rotation coming through food. So there was lots of food to eat, right? There was live band karaoke, open bar, everybody's having a good time. Now, this was a creative company, and unfortunately, somebody on the list should not have been on the list and showed up at the party and got wasted, okay? Whoa. Like, wasted. But these are parties where something happens every year. There was, like, a cheating scandal one year, you know, they're, they're still doing deals over <laughs> here. There's a whole thing. Tell us. But anyway. This guy shows up. I don't know about the cheating. Gets blind, stinking drunk, is asked to leave, falls down a flight of stairs, uh, starts cussing at people. The cops show up, they arrest him, and he kicks out the window of the cop car. uh, And he gets arrested. The thing is, I'm upstairs, drunk, shit face. I come downstairs, everybody's like, oh my God. And there's glass everywhere. I'm like, what's going on? Anyways, we we go out, we end up at Fran's eating breakfast at four in the morning, but we have to work the next day because it's a Thursday because that's supposed to keep us from drinking too much. Go to work. The whole office, everybody who shows up is super drunk. <laughs> Still the next oh, yeah. day. The struggle is real. Yep. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Take the next I, day off. Come on, Ricky. Follow-up texts about this. <laughs> that was that was a fun one. I enjoyed that one. Wow. It's a 
fun one. Any, I, any company that does karaoke at their Christmas party is just like, and I hesitate to use this phrase in any context, but I think it's deserved here. Asking for it. Asking for it. <laughs> okay. I'm going <laughs> to say that. And I'm sorry. Live band karaoke. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, you got yeah. an open bar. Oh, no. Like, I get it. But I'm like, you're asking for an open bar. Like, you're going to get some shit. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even have an open bar at one place. We had three drink tickets. And one of the 19-year-old porters gave a lap dance to the 30-something manager. And she ended up having boob tattoos I didn't know about. I was 16. That's my biggest turn on. Ooh, tattoos. My uh, laptop nearly just got. I was 16. What shape is And this was my first Christmas party for a workplace. <laughs> and I watched one of the very good young quarters yeah. dance with my married manager with two <laughs> teenage children. That's awkward. I went to a wedding once where a bunch of the groom's friends had been male strippers. So instead of doing like the whole awkward garter thing, the bride was just like, come at me, boys. And so she oh, and they did, was didn't like, they? A lot oh, of actually dancing like people who danced for a living. It was fantastic. <laughs> my date was unamused with my enthusiasm, but so sad, too bad. I've been pulling out bills. Like. Very hot cops. It was a cash bar. Yeah. I didn't have to support that. Otherwise, I wouldn't. That one before the fire? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> These are just strippers. Look at how hot they are. <laughs> um, okay. That's, that's enough about the office, I suppose. <laughs> We did. Did. Jamie's yeah. Yeah. Doing really well with the staying on track business. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Jamie. Anything else you want to talk about over this episode? No. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I was going to talk about Andy, but like, I don't know. We kind of already did, so um, that's fine. I just thought you, I, I can't remember everything he said exactly, but when he's like bragging about his days um, at Stanford, is it Stanford that he went to? Um, and he was saying like, um, he say he's like, I must, I got all A's. I they called me the ace, and then he goes on and then he's like, I, I, no, I got B's. They called me Buzz, and then he goes, on. Mm. oh, geez. he's so funny. Yeah, he went to Cornell. I was oh Cornell, that's what it was. Yeah, basically hiding, watching that, just like oh god. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, I drank too much. They called me puke or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If that's true, don't say it out loud. If it's not true, doubly don't say it out loud. Oh my god. (laughs) But that's just like how he brags. Like it's just like it's like totally. Though it's nothing to brag about, you're just like, this isn't bragging, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, he's I like, had my arm over my eyes while that was happening. It's like, ah. it's like free associating like memories that he thinks people should have about college. Yeah, 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 <laughs> brag is that he yeah, exactly. I forget, is he a pathological liar? Is that what he's doing? I don't think, I think that's. It's not like pathological. It's like I think he just wants to like be seen a certain way. Yeah, um, I think he, he just tells stories. Yeah. Doesn't fit in ever, and then um, closer to the end of the series, he actually becomes the office manager. Yeah. After Michael leaves for a bit, and Major uh, Selba as well. 
What's that? Doesn't Idris, Idris Elba, does he uh, become the manager? What? Am I, am I yes. crazy? Yes. Okay, good. I, he I, does. I, I, yeah. I never saw those, but I, 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 saw, I heard, I heard someone say that. I might actually watch those episodes. And so does Ultron. What's his, that guy's name again? Um, Ultron. What? Oh, James uh, David Spade. David Spade. David Spade. James Spade. David Spade. Oh, James Spade. David Spade. I got it right. Wow. Uh, as soon as we were saying different things, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I mixed them up. <laughs> yeah, and then my wire Jack Frost. And... Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh. Except, isn't that what Just Shoot Me is? I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> he's not the manager. He's like some sort of rat photographer. Yeah. Rat. <laughs> no. I don't know much about it. Yeah. So some. Uh, uh, that's funny. He he was dosed uh, with with um, uh, uh, s. Essence, essence of rat uh, no. by by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay. On that note, <laughs> we're gonna go over. Wait, 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 wait. Redo Ultra, Age of Ultron, but with David Spade. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nothing can make that movie any any worse. Exactly. Wait, are you are you sure? It can't no, make it better. I think it could get worse. It could definitely get worse. That would make it worse. You're wrong. No, no it couldn't. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> okay, now on that note, uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Alex and talk about her selection of Supernatural. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so who... I don't, I mostly know the answer to this, but like, ha- has everybody on this podcast watched Supernatural enough to know what was oh, happening in the Never. Yeah. Never yes. watched it before. That I watched the first couple seasons, I think. Wait, Jamie, was that sarcastic that you've never watched it before? I have literally <laughs> never seen a single episode before. I never watched five. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you I think mean, they're FBI well, agents? <laughs> I've the office before, so yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. No, this okay, is a. Well, I mean, my apologies because I chose this because I love the hell out of Supernatural and also because it's literally the only time they ever did a Christmas episode for reasons that I didn't want to delve too deeply into the internet to find out. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, this was, uh, um, what season was this? It was season three. So there are basically like two main storylines. There's like the Monster of the Week one and then there's the super intense, horrible death one. <laughs> That's yeah. how supernatural kind of rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so meals and feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Yes. Yeah. No, basically. Yeah. No. yeah. So the background uh, is that Dean has made a crossroads deal with a demon, and he has like one year to live. So he gets all up in his feelings about Christmas, and he wants to have a good one. And Sam, for reasons that were revealed in the episode, is not big a fan of Christmas because it signals the end of childhood innocence and also his father being a dipshit and assorted other drama. Um, but yeah, so there's like- I couldn't tell guys. from the fist, like heavy-handed fisting I kept receiving. Fisting? Nobody likes it. Nobody likes an unwanting fisting. Stop fisting me, Supernatural. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had a nickel for Well, never mind. <laughs> Best description I ever heard of the show, like, out of completely out of context, was if any show could ever find a way to glory hole the fourth wall, it would be Supernatural. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Yep. I love it. That's perfectly accurate. 
So, sorry. So there's the there's the season long arc. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Dean's yeah. dying. He's sort of zen about it. Sam not so zen about it. Feelings and adorable child actors also, who fucking nailed their characters. Also, Anyways, Sam really? I thought the one kid was awful. No, really? I thought both the kids nailed their characters. Oh. Um, Wait, I thought that was... No, that's season. I think they were hard to. I felt they were hard to watch, but they did an excellent job. Uh, emulating the adults that they yeah, were Yeah, they really, to like, write. nailed the yes. mannerisms and stuff. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so that was the, like, horrible background. But the fun part is that they are tracking a killer who yanks people, people. who are festive uh, up the chimney, angry Santa Claus style, who is some sort of anti-Claus who actually isn't so much, like, Krampus as the Cleavers, but make it murderous Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I oh. wish we got to see the creature when, when he came from the chimney and the kid was watching him and you could hear him like uh, breathing and that was so cool. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I like it though because they don't have the budget to make a creature that cool every week, True. right? So if you just see yeah, a hoof and like a claw, that's my it, imagination. And I feel like they, they also yeah. kind of like tapped out their visceral horror because first there was the guy in the bag in the basement. Which, yeah. And then there was the thing with the fingernail, which like oh no, I was like, shocked. Yeah, the way that Jamie finds the office soothing. If I need to like <laughs> chill myself out when I'm anxious, I'll like put on Criminal Minds in the background and be like, ah yes, some totally psychotic murder. How relaxed. <laughs> what is wrong with and you? And when that fingernail scene was happening, I was shrieking like yeah. horrified. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's why are they doing this? Shrieking. Yeah. So that caught yeah. me so off guard. Yeah, I have so, to know when they went into that basement and the fact that they like showed all of like the horror, like the half of the body, the guy in the bag, the the, the skin really suit, that, and it was just like yeah. it was, was a lot save more the guy like, in the bag? up close no, and they disgusting. They didn't save anybody. <laughs> I think that I mean they saved they potentially the future people. Yeah, from and next themselves three people a year. They saved. Yes, they made the next Christmas brighter for a number of unwitting families. But, but, the, but those three. Families or two families this Christmas? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty sad when they went into the basement and nobody picked up the seashells, so we didn't get to see a merman again <laughs> this year. <laughs> I had all the bets. Nice. Cabin in the woods. Top. <laughs> the audience heard that high five. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Great movie. Anyway. But yeah, so, um, so Supernatural is the best. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. So, Alex, so Supernatural is the best. I get it. Yeah. But what did you, like, actually like about this particular episode? Well, as I said, it is literally the only Christmas episode of Supernatural. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was an easy choice. Um, I'd sort of forgotten where it fit into the arc because, like, the the gift that Sam, like, little Sam gives Dean uh has been in the show the whole time dean in every episode of the show dean is wearing that necklace so mm-hmm. it's a really it's an interesting glimpse into their past and an interesting like i i don't know if they planned it but they made it seem like they actually planned it as opposed to some sort of slapdash nonsense which they also do quite often so yeah. you know two thumbs up for the writer's room on <laughs> that one um but yeah, I don't know. And like the Winchesters feeling their feelings makes me feel feelings, which mm-hmm. I'm normally allergic to, but can handle in the context of uh, performative fiction. So well, they have so many feelings. <laughs> they have a lot of feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that they 
that they like try to pick up with like uh, oven mitts where they're just yeah. like th- yeah. neither of them are in any way equipped to deal with the feelings so they're like ah, ah, I've got this thing <laughs> well like that last scene with them sitting on the couch watching TV like the football game or whatever is both fully sweet because you know all of the emotions are happening but also incredibly uncomfortable because you know all the emotions are happening but they will not talk about it you know, I mean, they're just kind of side eyeing each other, and they're like football. They're like, yeah, side eyeing yes. each other. You're like, okay. I mean, listen, I was raised a wasp, so that like really speaks to me. <laughs> Am I? Is there a football game on Christmas Eve stuff. or Christmas? That was my question. Is that a thing? What football on Christmas? Yeah. 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 Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Like the NFL. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that happens. Okay. Maybe not every year, but yeah, it definitely happens. Professional sport, like professional athletes do not get Christmas holidays. They just mm-hmm. play right through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Thanksgiving's always a big, like, I, I know about the big yeah. Thanksgiving That's game. That's true. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Good. I, I, yeah I, I mean, it's specific. Yeah. But no, they usually often have basketball games on Christmas Day as well. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hockey usually gets, like, two days off, but then World Juniors starts on Boxing Day and everybody loses their minds. So, like, right. there's a game on New Year's <laughs> Day so you can watch hockey when you're hungover. This is what I know. <laughs> never. Not in Europe, so it's like starts at like six, or is well, it in Europe? Or? No, that was it, it depends, years. Mike. Sometimes oh, okay. Yeah. World Junior. It's in Canada a lot. Times sometimes, yes, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New Year's Day is usually the Winter Classic, and I have definitely watched it like with my eyes one third open just like <laughs> why is that little thing moving so fast oh god <laughs> um i have to admit i'm really glad you picked this episode because i really liked it it's i feel like it's a very joyous episode episode despite the darkness <laughs> yeah Which, I the guess, monsters are super delightful they're yes, like i agree I, I thought one of them was Bo bridges at first and then i realized oh no yeah, he's that guy that looks like it's, him. it's character yeah. actor uh, i forget his name now spencer garrett and he is in everything including tracy that guy was on voyager yes i know i looked it up too <laughs> oh, star, star trek moment <laughs> wait uh, that's also, a present from uh, mike to you he was also in um tng just an FYI. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Scroll that far down on the Double words. Oh, I for I forget. I looked up okay, the episodes up. that he was in. He because he's in he's in two episodes of Voyager, and it's it's two back to back episodes. That's like mm-hmm. a two parter, and then he's in yeah. one episode of. TV. I haven't gotten to those yet as, as I'm watching. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just, Me too. I feel like it's very delightful and charming, and yeah. yeah. Like I think it's a good insight into like. Like, as, like, for Jamie, for example, I think it's a good insight into, like, the character dynamics of the, the show. Even if you don't know what's going on around them or why they're doing it, you're like, oh, they're brothers and they've had a hard life and, you know, but they really care about each other and, you know, they're, they the do The context about together. him dying at the end of the year, though, is, like, probably... Oh, yeah, I was confused about that because I did not remember yeah. any of that part well, of it. Well, I mean, the one so. of them's always dying. It's true. One or the other. So, uh, yeah, I guess in that yeah. sense, it is a really fair, good introduction to the show. We're all dying, but you're not dying like Chloe in there is dying. High five. <laughs> oh, God. Tracy, <laughs> yeah. I figured out who he is in Next Generation. Okay. Okay, if you get this, uh, I'm really, really impressed. He's yeah, no, no, no. That, that's a little Taris, Taris. Easter egg for those what? who listen to our Ensign Fight Club episode. Does that ring a bell? Oh, he's the one who has the grandfather who's a... Oh, my Romulan? God. Yes. How did you yeah, do that? Right. Yeah, the drumhead episode. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's impressive. That's a good episode. The second I saw the name, I, I remembered it, but I had to look at the name and wow. Yeah. Good, good for you. That's a good episode. Okay. Uh, Jamie, I knocked I my cap to you. For you. Because if you have I've not taken down Patrick. bigger men than you, Picard. <laughs> we have to wait for Star Trek time to Sorry. end. Right? <laughs> Where'd so Jamie go? 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Turn yeah, we made her watch right a Doctor here. Who episode. We shouldn't talk about yeah. that. Done. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. Supernatural. Yes. I kind of right. felt like the episode was like a really campy X Files episode, and I loved it. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's a very good representation of the show because the show is at all times both very serious and very bananas. Yeah. So, yeah. At the same yeah. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like literally, that's why they've been on the air for 15 years is because they managed to like find that sweet spot where it's like, mm-hmm. you care enough about the characters and what's happening to them that you don't care when like they have a season long dick joke or yeah. yeah. <laughs> that definitely happened. And yeah. In the beginning, they really did do that monster by episode well, thing no, but, that is Exile. But also every time that they got like that they got lost and the fan base got unhappy, it was because they deviated from that and can't like focus too much on the arc. So they yeah. would pull it back and do some, they literally have dialogue about it in some episodes where it's like, all right, we've got a case. And the other one is just like, but the apocalypse we're trying to avert. And it's like, well, we don't have anything to go on. So let's fucking do some good in the meantime. And then they like pull it back to the format that makes sense. So like, yeah, that's the, yeah. That's why the show works and why I'm still watching yeah. it. But later. so that's I had great. watched the show sort of while it was on and, and forgotten all about this uh, season long arc with, Dean, but I was curious, Jamie, about what you understood from just this one episode about, like, did that register to you? Like, what what does it mean to somebody who does not fully engage with the madness of Supernatural to watch an episode? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, what madness, like, you're referring to because I haven't seen anything else. This episode seemed very much like a one-off, like, Christmas special episode that it really just, like, wraps everything up i feel like as an outsider you can come and watch that episode and fully digest what's happening it is not complex of a plot at all yeah yeah, yeah the no, only no. thing you might not clock is that yeah one of them is like dying yeah they mentioned mention that there's no mention of why i mean mm-hmm. all this stuff with like their mom and dad and like don't talk about mom it's like i don't know what's going on there <laughs> yeah <laughs> why can't you talk about your mom <laughs> yeah but also during that scene though there are two kids by themselves in some seedy motel so you know something's just not right and i think that's I mean, part of just and they like, don't the want to and they don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean they're <laughs> hunting an Auntie Claus who yanks people up the chimney to murder them. So like obviously they're not well if they're walking into that situation on purpose. Yeah, yeah I like childhood trauma is the least of it, probably. <laughs> and honestly, I actually really, I actually like if you had talked to me two days ago before seeing Supernatural, I would have said to you. I have no interest in watching this show. It doesn't sound like, I, I didn't know anything about it and it didn't seem like something that I would, like I just automatically assume it's not good. I don't know, just in my mind. Um, well, that's and then I watched it and I yeah. did like it. I liked it. I would watch another episode. And it's really um, just super hey. eye candy through the whole 15 seasons. Yeah. Well, it's, of, it's very delightful. But again, if you like Monster of the Week, like they do that consistently. So yeah. still, I still remember the episode where it had like a murderous unicorn in it. Oh, so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's I actually a well-done show. Like, people it's, make fun of it. There's, like, like, there's a unicorn theme in this podcast episode. Yeah. No, it's a delightful show. And I, um, friend of the podcast, Austin Wong, is, uh, he started watching it a couple weeks ago. And now I talk to him literally every day because he's, like, he, like, watches it on his lunch hour and then texts me updates about what episode he's on and what he's like particularly <laughs> like yesterday I think it was which is like oh I finally got to the Christmas episode and then we like that like it's wonderful so, he, he's so he'll be listening to this weeks. podcast then wow. us talking about Supernatural yeah hi Austin hi Austin hi Austin, hi, Austin. Hi, Austin. <laughs> um, don't want the finale Austin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's been nice for me because, like, I mean, obviously I rewatched this episode, which I hadn't seen in a while, and I was like, okay, I forgot some things about it, but also, you know, uh-huh. it's delightful. But then also, like, sort of revisiting it with somebody who has fresh eyes has been really fun. And every once in a while, I'm like, but you skipped over this episode. We need to talk about that. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, that episode. Oh, my goodness. So... I highly recommend that as a way to... It's a dark show to binge watch, though. You know, like, I don't know that I'm in the mood for watching that every day right now. Like, you know, it's not... He's, he's like, halfway through through season three in, like, a week and a half or two weeks. We're all in very different places. I'm not... I'm, like, only watching The Office, just, like, curled up in a blanket. <laughs> well, so, so Supernatural went to 15 seasons. I've been watching it since around the time the second season started airing. So Dean Winchester has been my boyfriend longer than I've known most of my close friends. And I have not yet watched the final season because I literally cannot get up like the emotional fortitude to do it yeah i must look i must admit i am not as invested in the show as you are but even watching that last season i was just like i'm a little verklempt i am gonna suck i, I you know I was, the air's I, a little dry goal, right now my goal was to watch like to catch up so that i could watch it when the, the internet watched it so that i like wouldn't get spoiled and so i could sort of feel my feelings while everyone else was up in theirs mm-hmm. and then everybody posted on the last day of filming on their like Instagrams or whatever. And I was like, well, if this makes me cry, I can't fucking deal with the show. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that, like, that last episode happened. is going to destroy you. I'm probably going to watch it over the Christmas break when I can literally just like hide out in my hooded bathrobe and cry until I can like deal with life again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like super stupid, but also no. like it's been a rough year, and also like I have loved this show for so much of my adult years. Yeah. That yeah, that's last- a long time. A long yeah. time. That is it's really tough, fun. you know. Like it's yeah, it's I was- never fun when your favorite show gets canceled. But also yeah. like, but this is like a different deal. Yeah. yeah. Realizing, I was like, oh my god, I was in. I think I was yeah. in high school when I started watching. Oh no. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. Well, blow her out the airlock. But Shut up. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you realize like 15 seasons that's a long time for a show to go especially a CW show it's no Grey's Anatomy but like mm-hmm. yeah that show's got past its prime um a different beast. I am so addicted to that show still I still watch it oh. just, like I'm watching episodes and I'm just like why am I looking at this I'm like ooh what's Grey doing today fucking hell <laughs> Jesus oh my god how many, and, how many more anatomical parts do they have to go through <laughs> all, of all of them. All of them. As someone who's waka like, waka. Jason. How much took me a second? Thanks a lot, man. And I feel like 
I mean, I'm sure there are people who are just as dedicated to Grey's Anatomy, definitely. But like, mm-hmm. also some some what? of those shows, it's it's very possible to like for a show to become a habit. Yes. Like, I was also sad when Criminal Minds ended, but I was not like devastated about it. I was just like kind of bummed. Again, my like comfort show, which whoops, shouldn't be talking about how psychotic I am on the air. But anyhow, um, yes. but yeah, Supernatural is just like even when I'm like screaming in rage because they're doing stupid things, I'm like, but I love these characters so, so much. much. Like they yeah. make me feel feelings in the actual public right now, which I hate. I'm allergic to that. So yeah, yeah. That there's one throwaway line um, when they call Bobby to find out when they do their very cursory research in this episode about whether or not they should murder a pagan god, which probably don't, but they call, the line is just, what did Bobby say? That we're morons. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I remember how much I loved, yep. like, you get one of those every episode, if you get one in an episode if you're lucky, and they're so good. Bobby was the Is Bobby, Bobby their cue? No, Bobby was their yes. father's best friend who knows all of the things that he tells him. Well, sort yeah. of. Okay. They had they had a, like a very in- intermittent relationship with him because their oh. father was terrible and couldn't just leave them with him so they could grow mm-hmm. up like normal people. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so like some seasons he's just like a throwaway line, and others he's like very involved and whatever. But yeah. yeah. So there's an actor yeah, who plays this. Like you see that you see you see him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's yeah. Uh, an actor all the way through. Breaking and- Bad. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. he's in a ton of stuff, but it's the actor who sells. Uh, uh, um, Walter, his gun, uh, and ex- Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver. Yeah, and explains. Uh, you mean from Deadwood? Jim Beaver yeah, from Deadwood. He's a big yes, no, I, mean I love Jim, Jim Beaver. Beaver. Watchmen. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he was barely in Watchmen. He's a oh, delight. He's an everywhere he shows up. He's a delight. And yeah. Yeah, 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 I love him in Deadwood. Also, he's kind of everybody. Like he's like the audience in a lot of episodes where they're like spinning around and just like doing all their and ah, what about this? And he's just like, you guys are so stupid. The solution is right there. And it's like, yes, this is what we've been saying. Well, now I'm definitely watching it from the beginning. If Jim Beaver's in it, yeah. Oh man! All right, are we gonna love have that. a watch party together for when you guys? Yeah, you need to start texting me when you get to the finale. Also. Well, I'll do one or two a week. I won't do as fast as Austin did it. That's fine. Text me when you watch them. I, I haven't watched Star Trek. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll you do. care about people on their supernatural journey. <laughs> is, oh, yeah. Does every episode of Supernatural, is it flashbacks like this one, or did they just do Almost that for- never. So how do you know that, like, I mean, I'm assuming this stuff with their parents is, like, an ongoing thing. It's not just this episode, right? Like, how do you but, know? The first couple episodes um, very thoroughly establishes the situation with their parents via flashback. Like, mm. you see how their mom dies, and it's uh, it makes an impression. <laughs> so that's, like, a big theme in the first few episodes, and then they kind okay. of, like, then that becomes sort of, like, more like the background quest that they're on, but they still do, like, Monster of the Week every week. So, mm. yeah. Is their dad really a secret agent? No, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, totally valid. Question. That's yeah. a totally valid question. He's it's a totally monster. Valid. Like he's he's a hunter, like they are, and he's Egyptian. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He kills monsters the way that they grow up to be monsters, so it's rife with daddy issues. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So, so many healthy. daddy issues. Daddy issues, jamboree at all. So times. I think they well. I don't. Also, a healthy dose of mommy issues on that show. Yeah. But like less aggressive, I feel than. It, like they need their nutritional recommended daily allowance of mommy issues, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just also, there. It's, 
the daddy issues get to a near poisoning level. They yeah, that's because the, that's just because the daddy survives. That's why. But also, like their dad is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's only like ten or twelve what? years older than they are, mm-hmm. and he is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't know, know that either. Yeah, oh, talking so, about Grey's Anatomy, Denny Duquette. Thank you very much. Like. Obviously, yeah. I don't know your more. Doctor, he's busy <laughs> not fathering two tiny monster hunters. No, 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 no. He wasn't a doctor. He was no. a patient that Izzy kills because she's yeah. in love with him and trying to get him on a donor list faster and does something and he ends up dying. But they yeah. have a secret ceremony Scandalous. together. It's a scandal. It's crazy. <clears throat> now I gotta watch Grey's Anatomy too. Jesus. Before what's her name got kicked off. What's her name? Kevin Heidel. Yeah, yeah, she's Izzy. Yeah, she gets kicked yeah. off, like, I think a oh, season okay. later. Yeah, but no, it's, yeah. It's it's interesting to watch old episodes, because it's like, oh. Well, they look like babies. I love it. My age, and also they were, like, adorably twinky, and now they've grown up, and everyone's grown up, and uh, yay. But yeah, the, he was not old enough to be their dad by any stretch. No, mm-hmm. not at all. But, but yeah. They're I definitely enjoyed watching this. In real life, they all got matching tattoos at his wedding, and Jensen Ackles and his wife introduced Jeffrey Dean Morgan to his wife. So, yeah. I love the in the later episodes where they have the where they have the whole thing where they come to our world where they're actors on their show. Oh God, yeah. who they're married to, and one of them's married to somebody who played a demon on the show. Yeah, the, the actor who plays Sam married Ruby. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. They like Amazing. To, yeah, they like awesome their weird supernatural family, and I'm here for it, frankly. Thank mm-hmm. you, Instagram. But <laughs> uh, any other any other notes about uh, Supernatural? Watch it. Uh, text me about it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah, watch it and text Alex about it. <laughs> yeah, here's her full phone number for the podcast. Four one six. One two three. You, fake can, street. you can reach her at. <laughs> you no, know, I've sent out enough press releases in my life that probably if you Google my name, you can find my phone number. It's been the same since I was seventeen. So do a little bit of monster hunting and uh, text me. <laughs> <laughs> Or show up at our house with a monster head, please. That's Maybe we'll set up uh, like one of those forwarding email accounts to <laughs> keep, keep things in some sort of parasocial respectability distance. Natural <laughs> viewing peer support. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, uh, speaking about peer support, we're going to move on to community. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Good one, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, thank my queen. I like it. Mm. Uh, this is a choice for Mike and Leah. Great. So uh, I picked, and then Mike was gracious enough to agree to, uh, Community Season 2, Episode 11, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, uh, in which Abed suffers a psychotic break uh, and believes that he and the gang and everything in Greendale are in stop motion. Um, Duncan puts him in a state of Christmas gnosis uh, and takes him on a guided excursion to the cave of frozen memories in the hopes that uh, Duncan will be able to get something publishable out of Abed's extremely rare psychotic break. Um, Along the way, uh, the gang is converted into Christmassy versions of themselves, and then as they start doubting the shared delusion, well, 
just Abed's solution. Uh, they get dispatched Wonka style, sometimes with songs, um, sometimes with a Christmas pterodactyl. Uh, Duncan confronts Abed with the discovery that uh, his mother isn't coming to visit him this year, which is what has caused the onset of this psychosis. Spoilers. I mean, are we going to talk about it or not? Uh, but just as Abed is reaching a state where he might be forced to confront an inconvenient truth, uh, the gang shows up with various modified Christmas weapons, one of which might be just a toilet paper tube gun. I'm not sure about what Jeff is holding. And then uh, obliterates Duncan, who is the only mental health professional in the room, uh, <laughs> sends him out of the room and sings a song about how Christmas is fine if you spend it with friends. Uh, just to, I think... That was an excellent summary, except uh, I don't believe he's a mental health professional. He's a psych <laughs> professor. I, so I don't I think he's necessarily... Uh, you know uh, you're absolutely uh, right. Have any I was, I was measuring him against Britta, who is the next most qualified Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not suggesting anyone else is more qualified, no, no, but I... I you're exactly right. Fair. That was a quality summary. I guess I should have taken notes. Yeah. yeah. Can you explain the Doctor Who episode, yeah. please? No, I can't because I just have a note that says Magic Pixie Dream Girl question mark. That's my Doctor Who episode (laughs) summary. But also Shark Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, I I found this episode kind of sad. Like it was just kind of sad. Yeah. It is. It's pretty dark episodes, to be honest. Yeah. You really like. Yeah. Christmas is awful. Sorry. Did I not bury the lead enough? Not, not enough. No, no, no. You Very said you were enough. a Grinch like 10 minutes into this podcast. Just, so. Right. Just so we're clear. <laughs> no, I definitely sat next to you on the couch and watched this episode and I had no memory of it. So that's also concerning. Huh. <laughs> but not... I, hmm? so, so my question is, why did you... I know you're a Grinch and I know, you know, uh, Christmas sucks. But why did you pick this episode? So, one, they had to make a teeny dollhouse Greendale, you guys. They made a tiny little set for the claymation. Okay, sorry. That is neither here nor there, but it is very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, Claymation. uh, uh, Stop motion. Silicone uh, dolls with... uh, Well, and socket musculatures. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But because... uh, I will say that the first season, I think there's a, a Christmas episode in which Jeff accidentally gets in, challenges somebody to a fight <laughs> um, because a show of because of a show of bravado over a tray of Snickerdoodles. Yes. But at, which is actually maybe my favorite Community Christmas episode. But um, this one is if we're doing a Christmas episode of this podcast, this is the Christmasiest per square inch per minute, most Christmas per minute. Um, also it explored, you know, some of the things that come up for me around Christmas, which is that it can bring up some like super unhappy emotions. And it is, uh, wild to me as a person who doesn't equate Christmas with happiness, how happy it makes people. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I wanted to just throw this in as a, a way to talk about the, not to drag everybody down or anything, but just like the range of, of shit that Christmas inflicts on us, like, and the holidays in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and also 
you know, I'm not sure I agree with the ending, which is that like you can start to get over your Christmas trauma by making your own traditions and celebrating it with your own found family. Like that's clearly one part of it. Mm-hmm. You've also got to do your own internal work, which we don't know how much of that Abed's equipped to do. But I really like the exploration of how it, how deeply it can affect your psyche and how dark the external story is that is, you know, explored in this extremely fun way in the same way I love they might be giants because they write these very dark and foreboding songs that have incredibly catchy pop energy. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just uh, say a little bit as, as somebody who is now, are we on the third Christmas podcast of this? Uh, this is the third yeah. Christmas podcast. So, yeah. so I, I do believe in the redemptive energy of uh, celebrate, creating new, holiday traditions with uh, with a found family. So hi, everybody. I love you all. Hi, I love you too. Oh, my we heart is really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of like real shit that Abed's going through. And uh, yeah. I love, well, I love just to highlight that. Cause honestly, like, I mean, a lot of us are very lucky in our bio families, but also like, genetics are kind of the least of it when it comes to family, at least mm-hmm. in my estimation. Agreed. So, yeah. Yeah. but one thing about Abed like Muslim. So, uh, so, so this is show? interesting. Yeah. They, they, they kind of put their foot in their mouths in the first season. Uh, where, um, with like, uh, putting, like putting too much backstory into Abed with having him come from the Gaza Strip and then not dealing with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he, he is Muslim, but he, uh, he is uh, like, uh, they just explained in this episode that, that his mother is uh, Polish and celebrated Christmas. And that is actually uh, um, the actors, Danny Goody's, he is half Polish. Mm -hmm. And so uh, similarly with Alison Brie, in uh this episode she says uh she, like her father's episcopalian yeah I don't, I don't know if her father is like like the, the actress's uh father is episcopalian but she is she is also like uh jewish and also celebrate christmas so mm-hmm. it's it's like uh, yeah so one thing for me is that as somebody who has traditionally celebrated both hanukkah and christmas it obviously the hmm, I have all these memories of celebrating Christmas, but the the part where I celebrate Hanukkah and many other people don't tends to like take over uh, as being overrepresentative in my experience is like, I have this whole half of my experience that isn't reflected when I'm dealing with people in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I can absolutely see, you know, for me, it's a, it's definitely a retcon on on the part of writing Abed, but it makes sense because he does have these experiences of Christmas, but what he's most talking about and thinking about is the way that he's different from everybody else. Yeah, and it, like the what's interesting about it is for me is that it's like it's not about so much about Christmas for him, it's about him and his mom and watching this one movie. He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't yes. care so much about the other things until he has the psychotic break. Like yeah. it, it's it's not about Christmas or whatever. It's it's about yeah. his mom and and the growing up out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I think too at the end of the episode, um, as you mentioned, is I don't even think he's quote unquote fixed 
because he's found his new family because the end of the episode it's still in stop motion right um and i think the end of the episode is the start of the healing like this can help but they kept it in they didn't switch back to being live action because they know it's not an automatic fix it's Mm -hmm. it's a it's a, a moment to help you but he is still not okay right um, and, and that's why they did it throughout the whole whole thing, because uh, I think as a, like, if I was a showrunner and I want to show he's fixed, they'd be back to normal at the end. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's... I think they might have done with the puppet episode and the ghastly here, but... Uh, that's different. I, I, I also, I'm not 100% on that, but also it doesn't count. Yeah. Good episode. <laughs> this is also... Good episode like, in a bad season. This is also extremely extra relevant this year, I think, because everyone's paring down their Christmas traditions, right? And like trying to figure yeah. out. Well, absolutely, yeah. I so, think yeah. it was a... interesting to see a show that was like super the stop motion animation representation of what a lot of people are doing this year is like, what do I actually care about? Yeah, that's and really figuring that out, right? And, like, and, and that's yeah. yeah. What what slice of the tradition is the most important to maintain? Is yeah. it is it being with families and seeing certain people, is it opening presents physically in a room together? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It also is, uh, yeah. A lot of people this year, their resilience has already really been tested. And so to suddenly come to the realization at the last possible moment that, cause it's not like we got word months ago that Christmas would be canceled. There's this like stringing us along kind of feeling. So, People are a lot of people who are really attached to these traditions are now coming to the realization that maybe they won't be able to fly home for Christmas or do all these crazy, these crazy things. I don't know, you guys. I that's me this year. December is typically mm-hmm. really busy for yeah. me at work, and I'm often just exhausted. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that everybody has a good time. But by Christmas, I just want to sleep for like a week. My my yeah. favorite day of yeah. the year is Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find I, like, yeah, it's like you race and race to get everything done ahead of time while working. And it's like the end of the year and there's so much to wrap up at work. And I've like the last six weeks for me have been incredibly busy and I feel so run down and like burnt out. And the second I go to like relax, I'll get sick. I won't feel well oh, yeah. because it's like my whole yeah. body shuts down. And like every single Christmas I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. during COVID, yeah. you especially don't want to be sick because everybody thinks you have COVID. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get your flu shots. Everybody, yeah. my, all everybody listening to this right now. Way ahead of you. If you can find one, which you cannot in my neighborhood, but anyway, yeah, my whole immediate family is just the three of us. It's just me and my parents. So oh. in that way, I'm blessed because I can just lock down for two weeks and then go see them and do a lot of normal Christmas stuff. Yeah, but also we all have birthdays in December, so like. By the time by the time I leave on Boxing Day, I'm like, I love you guys. I'll talk, talk to you in mid-January. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this year will be different. Like it's like, I don't know. I've taken away a lot of the stress from like there isn't yeah. as many all these like Christmas parties I've gotta go to, I gotta buy mm. clothes for, yeah. I've gotta buy all these yeah. gifts, I gotta make food for all these different events and yeah, like no. I yeah. there we isn't did, all that. We decided we were not gonna do in person birthday stuff and like that so it's just like no, it's just like Zoom stuff yeah. and yeah. Christmas. Like, I am um, going nowhere. And I yeah. also see Jessica, Christmas for one. 
I have a I have a couple for you, Jess, to watch. Yeah. Go send them because I've got a little list going, and every time someone tells me something or I see an advertisement, I'm like, yes. Anna and I'm the Apocalypse. Doing... Everyone should watch Anna and oh, the Apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the Hallmark movie. Write it down. Oh, I will put it on my list. I'll put Write it on my list. list. Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay, with Chris yeah. Kringle and the Chronicles. Chris... Or what's the Kurt Russell one in Golden Hawn? <laughs> I haven't watched either of those it's yet. It's okay. It's not. But, and I got to see the lesbian one with Kristen Stewart. Yeah, happiest know. season. Oh, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. But I, she ends up with the wrong person. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here. And then I got to watch The Holiday. Like, Lesbians like, can what? make bad choices too, Sean. Oh, yes. Yes. Watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, Mackenzie Davis makes every wrong uh, choice. It's, it's annoying. But anyway, I'm like the 24th <laughs> I'm just watching bad movies, but I'm not going anywhere. And um, I'm... Actually, really excited. We'll do a Zoom call or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't you feel bad that you're going home? Like, Jess is gonna be like, she's like, Jess was literally like, I mean, I guess if you, <laughs> stay, Jess looks so happy. Like, I guess I can make. It I will totally make. I don't know how she got that smile. But like, <laughs> Jess has no plans. I'm going. She, you know what? Though, but like, I'm going. Really, I'm going. Realistically, I worked on Christmas on and off certain years, so it's like I'm cool. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I guess I will miss my family, but for me, Christmas is always, like, driving here or driving there or visiting this person. I'm just like, ugh, no, man. Right. And um, you you, yeah. you grew up celebrating Orthodox Christmas, so the 25th is not as meaningful to you as it might be for somebody else, right? Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. yeah. I realized that the most important part of Christmas for me is the appetizers. And so even though I was just <laughs> my parents, I was like to my mom, I still want appetizers, Okay. I asked my mom, like, can you, like, make me some pilaf? Like, that's all I, I, I want to bring the pilaf back. I'll freeze it, and then I'm going to thaw it on Christmas. Nice. So have my pilaf. Like, that's there you go. That's all you need. That's the tradition. You want. That's fair. That's all so, you got, yeah. But important, like, historical question from the podcast. Jamie, what is happening with your family Santa photo? Are you oh yes, it or are this you foregoing it? Okay, this is a very excellent question. All of the mall Santas have, do not exist this year. No. There's no mall not Santas. No, no, not at uh, Aren't they on that um that that like um uh, celebrity app where you can cameo? 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 No, seriously, you can pay twenty dollars and get a Santa to come on Zoom for your kid. I'm not joking. <laughs> Also, the radio. Well, not, we're not kids. Oh, yeah. Santa's too good for $20. <laughs> <laughs> and he just shows up on Zoom and it's like me and my brothers. Like, it's just yeah. weird. I think you're going to be upfront about it, but it's probably, it probably be cool. You just need to see you with some improv training. You're fine. Yeah. But my my mom ordered a Santa suit for my dad to wear. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) There's a few issues here. I guess you'll post a picture, please. If you end up starting to hunt monsters because of... (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Let him stand too close to the chimney just in case. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but there's a few issues. Like one, um, like... My brothers and I aren't all going to be together at Christmas, so I don't know. Like, we might not be able to take this photo until like May. Maybe. 
Photoshop. Yeah. Photoshop. This is what I wanted to do. So I, I was like, for me, my, the photo from last year, I think is my best photo. So I just want to reuse that one <laughs> and then just Photoshop like masks on her face. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think it would be fantastic, or, especially if it's obvious it's Photoshop. I think that would be very 20. Yeah. Or if you find and a I, picture of a cute Santa with like a stack of square gifts around him and then put your faces on the gifts or something. Yeah. Oh, you're so good at this stuff. Right. Yeah. That would be fashion, so fashion Santa, the hot yeah. Santa. Oh yeah, mm. he flashed by my own. I sure I can talk my brothers into that one. Uh, I mean, they don't <laughs> just do it, Jamie. Don't ask them. I, I just tell them my parents that like I feel so haggard from this year that like I'm okay with like the last photo being last year's because it was my best, and now it's just like I'm just going downhill from here. So. Yeah. <laughs> or will um, every year after that be your best? Yeah. Or will you age like one of the actors from The Office in which everybody who was on The Office now looks 10 years younger than they did when they were on The, on office, the office 10 years ago? One yeah. can only hope. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And then the other issue is uh, my mom had ordered the Santa Claus suit and then she got a n notice from Amazon that said something like, your package may have been lost. <laughs> like they didn't even know where it was. I think it was coming from like China or something and like, I don't know, but if we don't know where that package is. It may not show up until the summer anyway. So I don't know about Amazing. this Santa photo. Do you know anybody I mean, good at Photoshop? Send them my way. All right. <laughs> You've got it, listeners. Know somebody. Yeah. 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 You can contact her at uh, santaphoto at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Well, I hope you can make it happen in some capacity. We have to. It's been thir 39 years. Yes. Oh. Wild. We're not going to let this, this disease destroy something else. Okay. I, my father has had a beard as long as I have been alive, more or less, and it's been white for a long time. So he already like low key looks like Santa. And your dad's in my place. But then also, <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a photo shot. I'll send you a photo of my dad who will fit right in because he has not trimmed his beard since March. So he has like like. I had a family Zoom call last night for his 80th birthday. I like wrangled the extended family and every kid who popped into it was basically like, I like straight up forbid him from trimming his beard. I bought a little like tripod selfie stick thing with a remote. I'm like, we are doing Christmas portraits from, nice. oh yeah, this right. has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Because, I mean, he literally looks like Santa Claus, finally, so. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that is great. If you would like to Photoshop him into your family photo, I can help with that. I, we might have to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward I to seeing whatever this comes up with. <laughs> Man, I, I uh, looked up on my calendar uh, when I last had my hair cut, and it was February 5th, which is... Uh, that's um, crazy. That's 10 months ago. Yeah. That is 10 it's months ago. My, I last had my hair cut uh, 
last year just before my birthday so like around the 7th of december until jessica yeah. last week because i was like i just i don't care that you're making that scary face just take <laughs> shears, shears and do something about this oh, <laughs> i think i did an okay job i mean you did a great job yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't make it I just, no from no, from I a percentage you. perspective i feel like i've grown more than oh yeah no you it's yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of the last time I got my hair. I've grown more desperate if I'm letting Jess come in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I just, I I know. just got my hair cut. <laughs> in lockdown. I worked right before the lockdown, and I was like, cut it all off. I don't know uh, when I'll be able to get a haircut again. <laughs> okay, okay. And my hair is about as long as yours is right now. So it's, it's like. Yep. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm good for another year. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Leah, you should probably bring us back on topic because we went really far. <laughs> uh, uh, we can do a real quick lightning round to just wrap up the, the community thing unless there are any other thoughts. There's um, one thought I have. Okay, okay. go. I'll wait. Right. Go. No, no, go. How go. did nobody bring up the Christmas pterodactyl? Uh, of anything I saw yes. this, this entire time, that made me laugh and smile the most. Oh. And it happened twice. And I love yeah. the X-Files and Doctor Who. But oh, actually, and supernatural. I can't. Uh, mm, yeah. But but yeah, Christmas pterodactyl highlight of my viewing experience. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. First time it showed up made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's really great. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. The thing that got me the most. I don't know if it's just because they didn't want to get the rights for Christmas songs or not, um, or if this is just like a insight into Abed's psyche, which I probably think it is. Yeah. But it also shows, um, so there's the part where he sings the, the sad, quick Christmas song. <laughs> sad, quick, you know, that part. Yeah. And I think it was uh, supposed to show that the Christmas stuff doesn't actually matter to him. It's the experience he has with his mother. It's not, it's, yeah. he doesn't know Jingle Bells. He doesn't know Silent Night. He doesn't know that stuff. Um, but he's, it's around him. So he's an idea of, how they sound and how they go but you know he's sad and when you're sad and you're watching stop motion or you're watching animated some kid in a corner sings a sad quick christmas song because it gets the emotions and that's what he did so i love yep. that part about it yeah yeah he knows, I, all the tropes. I, he knows all the tropes uh like that's the gimmick uh that he's all meta um there's also the bit later when they're in the um the carol cave i think or something and it's all uh he's like don't don't worry it's all uh it's all public domain, public domain <laughs> which which is actually uh, a link back to the supernatural episode because as i was watching it i i know how particular Supernatural is about its music and its music budget. And so in watching this one episode, I was like, oh wow, there's like a lot of weirdly open, like uh, uh, public domain stuff here. So like, this was probably their like one, uh, the music music department right. budget gets like, gets a buy you got this Calicani. week. <laughs> <laughs> Low budget yeah. Christmas stuff. Yeah. 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 For sure, for sure. We, we don't have to send another check to Kansas. Well, I would assume doing stop animation in and of itself is very expensive. So yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of budget would be left over for a show like that at, once you've done that, you know? No, 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 no. It's entirely ridiculous. It's just... Oh, for just sure. A, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, all of a sudden, like, Mariah Carey comes on, and you're just like, holy shit, where did they get this budget? What? Where did they get all this money? You so uh. much that you are the ones that brought this up, because I definitely got an email in, like, October one year that was like, hey, we've written a scary episode of the show called Santa Claus with a W is coming to town, so you can just, like, license that for us for 50 bucks, right? And I was like, I don't, that's not... That's not how that works. I just... Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even have the words. <laughs> yeah. Look Google Disney, Google right. intellectual property uh, rights. So annoying. And, uh, <laughs> I don't get out of bed for a fifty dollar license fee. Never mind the person who owns that song. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's bullshit what they're oh. doing. It's madness. Awesome. No. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, one other thought I had about this episode, which I, I thought was really good, is um, we get very, very little about it because obviously it's very Abed focused, but they do clearly illustrate what Christmas means to a lot of the other characters. Mm -hmm. And so like even even just Jeff, where like, because the first episode, which Leah talked about earlier, um, is very much about Jeff and him not caring about Christmas, but like his relationship with Christmas. Whereas this episode uh, isn't about that. Jeff's not the main character, uh, which is kind of a theme in the second second season. But like um, his his experience with Christmas mirrors the rest of the show, which is that. It's like he is kind of being self-absorbed. He leaves early and then he comes back to help his friends. Like, and, and, and mm -hmm. it's not just Jeff, it's everybody, right? Like yeah. Shirley has a family, um, probably has a car full of presents the way that uh, Dana Scully is that we will discuss uh, later. <laughs> um, but, but um, uh, sim like, uh, um, like, the uh we know that annie has a very strained relationship with both of her parents uh and also has this extra minefield of hanukkah and uh minefield of overlapping rituals I minefield think. of overlapping rituals mm -hmm. yeah but but like all of them and then uh w through the show uh we also know about pierce and his loneliness and he brings that up in this episode where he's like i would rather not like I, I would rather just hang around the school than go home today. And so it's like, it's more about being together than anything Christmas related. Like, mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, we learn about also uh, Duncan's Christmas trauma. Yeah. Duncan's Christmas trauma is deep. Cause Christmas is horrible awesome. and it's yeah. everybody. It, yeah, it's it can be cause it's, it's very, it's, it's very emotionally fraught and it allows for this thing. So uh, all of that in context and my wife being the Grinch that she is, I <laughs> to put her on blast for one minute and say that I'm wearing a Santa hat that is owned by her and it is the only Christmas item. Uh, like we, we have gifts, you know, for, for potentially things in the, in the house, but otherwise uh, there, we don't have a tree, we don't have anything. So the only... Uh, crack in our in our anti Christmas armor yeah, was brought in by her. So <laughs> that's her my fault. fault. So that's probably how it snuck under the wire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a magic Christmas hat currently. <laughs> I, I, as as so many things are, Alex is the root of all evil. <laughs> as so many things are, Alex is at the root of the adventures that. Uh, <laughs> 
left me with so many of the weird physical trophies that we retain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is a very cheap felt Christmas hat. And we got these Christmas hats when we were working a Christmas kids show selling merch. Mm-hmm. And they are hot and made of felt and they're hot. And we worked for yeah. a good solid shift. It was nothing crazy, well, but man, they are hot. Yeah, so hot. Leah started this My podcast so wearing it and uh, did not want to wear it because yeah, it yeah. was very sweaty. And I will back that up, especially given, as I alluded to earlier, I have a lot more hair than I'm used to. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just, it's just, it's warm on the head. I'm, I'm literally dying. <laughs> literally. Yeah. There, I accept um, the blast blasting. Despite despite my my love for um, your very um, merry uh, presentation, you are allowed to take off the hat because like no, I, very few. I'm not, but that's it's a it, it's, it's outside sort of, of the podcast's okay. uh, domain. <laughs> um, I'm wearing a blood sport shirt. Like this is not Christmassy at all. So okay. <laughs> I, 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 I disagree. I the horrible hot hats. We wore them for a shift. Then I took Leah to my corporate Christmas party where we got shmammered, and then we wore, we had another shift the next morning where neither of us had washed our hair, and the hot hats were just the best thing. Yes, yes. A so, sounds like a blood sport to me. A plus. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched a kids that show hat, basically so. is a blood sport also, by the way. Those parents are forgetting. The kids are like, I don't know if I want anything. The parents are like, if I don't have that one, I'm coming over this table. Just like, no, I can't. I it, very much like... Uh, Toby in our Moroccan yes. uh, uh, Moroccan Christmas, yes. Moroccan Christmas yeah, episode. Bring it back. Legit. It was nuts. Yeah. One, we worked one show where the ATM ran out of money and I thought there was <gasps> like yeah. 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 be prepared for that. And that was before Square existed. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the other interesting thing about the, this uh, community episode is this is a Muslim character as, as we've discussed before uh, who has certain very familial like uh christmas uh uh rituals uh but also the office episode that we talked about is a bunch of people celebrating christmas with a themed party about a muslim ramadan yes. experience yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up because i actually meant to bring that up when i was talking about the office yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's not even like quote unquote you know traditionally Christmassy. it's just people drinking moroccan style and it's kind of great when, when uh uh phyllis says this this ain't your grandma's uh moroccan yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great unless your <laughs> grandma's <laughs> from morocco and then this is very accurate <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even I laughed at that one. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. yeah, Alex is a Grinch of the office. <laughs> yeah, but that, no, I did cackle about that. But that's why, I mean, that's why the office is brilliant because they can play with stuff like that and still years later you laugh. Mm. They don't do it in an offensive way. They find a way to like, it's still funny today, you know, yeah. where it's like friends did if, it. I was going to say, if it friends did it. Funny, it wouldn't land. Yeah. Right now, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, they just don't, they don't punch down quite as much. Like it, it's, it's a, ultimately it's a show, but making fun of a boss. Right. Yeah. And everybody can get every, behind that. Yeah. Every, and the, but every, like if, if it would be so easy to not, to write a show that is 
I mean, you know, Big Bang Theory exists, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Casey loves and Big Bang. they way more seasons than the author. Oh, look at her being I know. Yeah. Yeah, I am embarrassed by it. And look, I am not, I have never recommended anybody watch that show. I have never, no. I have never praised that show for any kind of quality. So don't yeah. start now, Tracy. But I do but, but, admit, I watched the shit out of that show. I remember yeah. the episode that made me like watching the show. My I don't family care, loves it. but no. I get a kick out of it, and it's fine. And <laughs> I, I, I'm totally okay with that. I think everybody should <laughs> like what they like, um, <laughs> and that's why oh, yeah. the punching up is punching up to the show and its writers who should have known better versus yeah. the, the fans who, like, you know, if you like stuff, you you like it, whatever. It's, it's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, it worked. It, that's fine. Yes. I feel differently than Mike. I think you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> wow. That's the Christmas spirit, Jamie. Oh, shots fired. My goodness. Wow. That yeah. is a terrible show, Tracy. We all, we all have terrible <laughs> shows we love. Yes. Not me. Yeah. Not We're not talking me. about them on this show right now. <laughs> yeah. How you dare you get us watch an episode of them. Come on now. Mm. <laughs> Um, I'm and a little, I'm, awesome. I'm a little bit, um, heartbroken right now. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> this is the last episode of Off Your Shelf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you actually killed uh, it you, because of Jamie's for... bullying. Yeah, it's, this is, this is not acceptable in our society anymore. And there are laws against people like you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be linking on my Twitter, the, uh, a list of, uh, uh, Charities that support woman on woman bullying. Exactly. No, wait. <laughs> I, the victims. Oh, victims. Not support. <laughs> yeah. not These bullies need help. Hi, I'm Mike Suderman. And you know who doesn't get a lot of attention these days? Bullies. For <laughs> <laughs> people too. Uh, Real we are. Yes. Everybody gets two words. Who is the cutest Christmas version of themselves on community. And then we go to Tracy. Uh, Sean, you're up. Allison Brie, of course. <laughs> Tracy. Uh, Troy. Sorry, you know, but in the morning. Cheers. <laughs> Are we just sure. talking about people who are sexually attracted to, or like? Yeah, which claymation doll do you want to? I'm choose? sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Which claymation is the most? Which adorable? one do I want to? Oh wait, yeah. I might change. No, what? No. Huh? Can you? We don't the even question? know if they're anatomically correct, though. I don't. I don't know if that's relevant. I mean, yeah, diaper but... Shirley's pretty cute. Really? Yeah. It's... Sorry. Yes. Jamie. Try. Uh, Alex? Yeah. He's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. So a big forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's the he's the worst. I'm into it. I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> and I j- just no. Well what were they what did they dress up as? Um I can it's tell one I, I, I have a picture of it. Okay. Oh, okay, Shirley's in a baby diaper. Uh, uh, Allison Brie um, is a ballerina. Is a ballerina. Uh, Jeff Winger is like a. He's a, he's a Jack, Jack in the Box. Uh, Brie is that her name? Allison Brie. No, no, no. Oh, oh Britta. Britta, sorry. Britta's yeah, a, robot. a robot. Remember she people? was the most. Uh, uh, Troy's a drummer boy, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Pierce is a, is a teddy bear. Teddy bear, yeah. 
Yeah, the teddy bear was pretty cute. The teddy bear was yeah. pretty cute. I'm sticking with Allison Bree. Now I'm sticking with the drummer boy. I don't remember. I love a man in uniform. What can I say? Ah, dude. Yeah. So the other thing about it is because uh, Troy is um, uh, a Jehovah's Witness. Yes. And uh, so his ritual is playing video games because he can't celebrate. Yep. Uh, any holiday, and uh, yeah, that's okay. Everybody's cool with that. Also, really thoughtfully, yeah. uh, Albert has built both the Menorah Mountains and Jehovah's Witness Bay for yeah. his friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that yeah. is all. He keeps them all in mind. And see, I also think Jeff in the Box is the cutest because his stupid little hands. Yeah, <laughs> they wiggle the whole time. Just, it's like, so cute. But his so robot's pretty cute. He's too. like a cat. He's so concerned about his dignity, and that just like evacuates. Yes. Yeah, I just got a real I love that about it. Yes, yeah. It's got a real uh, keep your hands and arms inside the carpet um, kind of yes. genie vibe. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's John Oliver's character's name again? He's Duncan. the something wizard. Duncan. Duncan. I was trying to remember. Okay. That and made me laugh pretty hard. I'm a Christmas wizard. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Christmas warlock. War- yeah. Warlock. <laughs> Learning to teleport. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> yeah. It's so... Because what's... Well, okay. One more... One more thing that I want to say about this episode, because uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's it stands in direct opposition to the Dungeons and Dragons episode, which I think ah. also happens in uh, yeah later uh, three episodes later in the same season. And wow. one of one of the interesting things about that one is that it's the exact opposite, where they are all in the study room imagining this something, uh, so exactly the same. Except uh, in this one, we all see what is being imagined by Abed. And in the other one, it's entirely done with them sitting around the table and it's all done with audio and everything, everything else. So there's, n- there's no visualization of what's, what's occurring in the yeah. like, weird mm-hmm. imagination space. So it's, it's just, just like a, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Well, no, but it, it's, yeah. a, it's like two ways yeah. to do the exact same kind of thing. Where, no, where for sure. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. In both episodes, they have somebody removed from the room. In both episodes, they, they like, where, like, they're, they're, Doug kids say, you're liter- you're grabbing me in real life. You know, like, <laughs> the, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, whereas in, in the, in the Dungeons and Dragons episode, where it's like, the, instead of like, like Chang gets killed, and so you have the long thing of him placing his character sheets yes. at Abed's, you know, uh, whatever, uh, and giving it away. to Abed and then walking away. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> there, there's two, they're very similar and they're uh, presented in very different ways, and that's an interesting thing to do in a 22 minute sitcom on NBC. Yeah. yeah. When you uh, yeah, I do it so really well. Cool. Yeah. One of the reasons that show was so good for so long is because it was like there's their writers' room was looking to experiment. They were looking to like do a bunch of different bits and see how it went, but they like they sorted out the characters enough that it, the show could withstand that. Yeah, um, like they didn't lost it where they were like, yeah, we're gonna just like we are the be all, the end all, and then the right the nonsense. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they were just like, we are a weird show. You love these people enough that you'll just ride it out if you hate it. And then it's like, I, I didn't, didn't I ride it out. I never had to stop motion animation. And then whatever. Yeah, so. yeah I forgot to actually talk about the Lost. You just brought up Lost, and there's a Lost reference mm-hmm. in this episode. Which oh, is oh yeah, because at the end of it, he's like, oh, 
I don't get it. It's like lost. And then he gets it because it's like lost because it's a disappointment at the end. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, that wasn't why I brought it up, but also, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, feel like that's going to segue nicely into the X-Files because... Like, easy oh, target? Wow. Yeah. Oh! Wow. <laughs> no, not because it's a, not like that. Although, I maybe mean, like that. Like that. Let's that's not what I meant by that. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> but she meant it. Yeah, she, she said the loud part quite, or the quiet part loud. <laughs> I think I may have done both in one, so good job, me. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> well, um, yeah. speaking about things that happen in people's heads and stuff, and lands that are unbelievable, we're going to talk about my show, The X-Files. Yeah. 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 Where's my thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, so painful to make me watch that. Okay, well, I'm gonna do a little <laughs> thing first. Thank you very much. Before your two cents is thrown into the, the oh, pot. Very painful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, the episode "How the Ghost Stole Christmas" from season six, episode six. Um, this is the second season of the X Files after they've moved from Vancouver to LA. It's much brighter, and they clearly have a bigger budget. Um, it's also only the obvious. <laughs> it also is the second Christmas episode, um, which is the only like there's only been two Christmas episodes of the X Files, where the first one was in season five, the season before, and um, which was very mythology heavy and boring and depressing and all that kind of stuff because it deals with <laughs> like the death of a child and aliens. It's very exciting. Um, (laughs) so the episode is about, um, Mulder, um, Mulder and Scully get trapped in an old manor, um, on Christmas Eve because there's stories about the house being haunted by, uh, lovers who killed themselves, who had a pact and killed themselves in the house Christmas Eve, um, in 1917, and they come back every Christmas Eve to haunt the house, and, um, they go in there and they have an encounter with these, um, these ghosts. Um, personally, I love this episode. I watched it last night. I giggled through the whole thing, clapped my hands, went to bed in a very good mood, and I loved it. Um, and uh, go to Jessica, obviously. Jessica loved it. Yeah, she's making um, a motion that she was very happy. So wait, my question is, like, without like. Who has never watched the X Files? Have you all watched the X Files at some point? In time so I, I I'm pretty close to having like I think I watched the movie when it like came out on video, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I had no like, like it was all over the I I like as I said way earlier in this podcast mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I literally hid from the the opening theme when oh. I when it started oh. uh, early in early in its seasons. And I never went back to it because it was, I th- it was one of the first shows I remember people describing as ending not especially excitingly. Like people thought that for some reason there would be some resolution to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would be out there. So so it just it never crossed my radar as something to go back and and fill my uh, cultural like you know. Um, emptiness with so so it was pr- i was pretty close to to empty on this episode i would say okay anybody else uh, i watched some as a kid i've seen a few episodes but I, I, 
pretty much immediately after watching any episodic TV, my memory just wipes clean. I'm just, I just don't have, <laughs> I just don't have space for it in my head. So I had no remember, like I had, yeah, I had no memory of sort of their, their chemistry or the structure of the show or anything. So it was, it was uh, baffling, but enjoyable. Right. I loved it when it aired in the 90s I like the reason that I didn't come to Buffy and Angel until like they were both almost off the air is because well, the first time I ever saw an episode of Buffy I was like I love this but I've just spent the last two years like watching Space Channel at odd hours trying to fill in the episode blanks for the X-Files and I cannot commit to that I have shit mm. to do like graduate from high school and have a life <laughs> so <laughs> I watched a lot of it. Also, my first summer working six days a week at the video store, my first job, we had like, I don't know, 30 X-Files tapes and I just watched them every weekday. Yeah, because yeah, like, they're great. All my regular customers just made fun of me and I was like, have you ever tried to choose nine hours worth of movies every day, six days a week for multiple <laughs> months? You can fuck right off with that. <laughs> I'm just doing this thing. So I like, I love the hell out of it. But also, I haven't watched an episode probably since, like, 2001. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this was an eye-opening experience. Uh, yeah. Like, I grew up, my mom loves it. I've watched probably, like, the last, like, I've watched almost every episode. I think the last time I seriously watched it was when Sean put it on all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. So I just yeah. was there, and I watched a lot of it. But I haven't purposely tried to put it on. In a while. Well, I don't remember the last time Sean. Well, we haven't lived together in a long time. Like, exactly. Like five years? In five, yeah, like four or five yeah, years. Four or five years. When you it's were been watching four it. years. Four yeah, years. I started rewatching it when I was living with you. We moved out around four and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't remember when, like, I lived with Sean for no, three years, so I don't remember when you were rewatching a lot of it, mm-hmm. but. I was yeah. there. Because I love X-Files as much as Tracy. It's my favorite shows of all time. A- oh, yeah, for sure. I watched every episode, sorry, going, uh, uh, even even the Robert Patrick season, okay. uh, T-1000, w- which there were some good episodes, I thought. I, I haven't rewatched them. So. That's a lot. And then there was, there was episodes. Look, even even a person like me who is, I will say, I was obsessed with this show, okay? Like, my heart broke when the show moved from Friday night to Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and you know, but it was great because it came after like the Simpsons, Simpsons and it was Family Guy, and then this came on, and I was great with it, right? And um, but yeah, no, I think the last good episode is like Hollywood AD in season seven, and like eight and nine, except for the final two back-to-back episodes, are garbage. I will tell you that. Yeah. Like, they are so being, bad. See, that's why I disagree. Being I think liquid metal would give you a lot of advantages when dealing with the <laughs> yeah. Is that, like, when, yeah. when, when somebody tries to, kid, like, uh, abduct your sister and do some sort of uh, uh, undisclosed uh, but horrible things that, uh, you know, maybe an early 90s family would feel uh, who's watching it from, from their their uh uh you know couch would feel like there's a panic about is that yeah. like there's you know like just this stranger danger kind of terror uh in the early 90s mm-hmm. um i feel like uh you know an, uh it, to have somebody who is liquid metal at your side mm-hmm. fighting <laughs> for you 
Yeah. <laughs> would be an excellent. It's got the possibility for a lot Don of Loki versus Iron Man kind of tink. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I want, I want Team One Thousand on my side. I want, I want T Two again, but like with <laughs> with Liquid Metal being a, a father to Tiny David Duchovny. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that was not the impassioned speech oh. any of us were expecting. But I no, know seriously, we're here for it. We're Tracy, for do you it. own? This, you must own T two, right? Yeah, that must be a fight because I think a ton of your friends uh, are going to want to do that episode. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's not for like four years. So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I've no meeting, so that's basically tomorrow. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like. So I don't even I don't even know where to talk about this because I personally I love this episode and rewatch I haven't rewatched it in probably like four or five years. Um, that was the last time I, I went through the whole series. Well, when I say whole series, I mean season one to seven, and then I just put it away. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, I did try. I actually did try to watch season eight, and I got like four episodes in. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just <laughs> like it's it's breaking my heart. If it ruins your day, then it's not entertaining anymore. Well, and that's the thing. And like, and the problem wasn't even that they broke up like Mulder and Scully because at the, if you know, at the end of season seven, Mulder gets kidnapped by aliens and Scully spends a bunch of time looking for him. But that's when she finds out she's pregnant and nobody's supposed to know. But every three seconds she's yelling, don't do it, I'm pregnant. And you're just like, I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't know what's happening. Like most pregnant women. Like most pregnant women do, you know. <laughs> it was it was all very dangerous. Those male writers nailed it. Yeah. And then the other part of it that was really annoying, it's like like up until the moment Mulder disappears, and she doesn't really know he got kidnapped by anyone, but Mulder disappears, she is the skeptic, right? And then as soon as Robert Patrick shows up, she's suddenly like aliens exist, everything is fine, blah 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 blah. And you're just like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, okay, can, can I bring something up about, no. about the episode we watched? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Alex. Well, no, I was going to say, like, that's what kicked our collective yeah. ass about it. Is it like, because, I mean, again, like, neither of us have really watched it regularly since back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, we put the episode on, and then, like, 20 minutes in, it was like, she literally just got, like, assaulted by a ghost. And she's yeah. like, clearly, ghosts don't exist. And it's like, it's season okay, it was, six, bitch. Like, like, yeah. like, 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 pause to check. Like, what season is this? Is this number one? Like, <laughs> how how have they got to six seasons with her just yeah. being like, nope, 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 not happening? Yeah. Alien? Season, season one like, has a poltergeist episode. <laughs> like, it's like a, we're like, still here. Like the will they won't was very aggressive and oh, bad, yeah. and then the oh, like, I liked it, but it couldn't possibly be anything but. I don't. Yeah, I don't but that. But you have to realize too. Like yeah. this is a season after, right after the movie came out as well, where there was a kiss, but there wasn't. He. Was How did they keep that up for so but, many seasons? And also, why? And also, why did we keep watching it? We deserved because better because it was great. also. See, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, okay. Hold no, on. No, I think it's just a reminder that the '90s were terrible, and no one. Needs to- <laughs> a little bit. What are you talking about? It's so. No, random. but it was just like she was so like, oh, you're an idiot, blah blah blah, and then she enters the house, follows him, yeah. like, and then she get her keys, and then still doesn't believe. It's like, girl, yeah, that you've was seen some crazy shit. Yeah, like 
How do you not believe this? You just got chucked across the room by something you couldn't see. Like, what? Mm. Obviously, there's something going on here beyond this, like, science shit. And then, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, this would have been plausible and for the, season two, maybe. Yeah, but, and the world every supernatural also, science fiction like, show has this. He just, like, lured you into you turn your brain a off for. dangerous situation on Christmas Eve by kidnapping your car. Like, wh- why are you ever talking? Why do you talk to this man? Like, <laughs> I do love that. But, that's, but that's the whole point of the episode, though. Like, if you pay attention to the ghosts and what they say to them, <sighs> what the ghost is pretty much tells her, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This guy's gonna get you yeah. killed. You're fucking crazy to follow him around. And but the other guy had six seasons of this. Behavior. I get it. I get it. But so she kept doing it and let him knock her up, and then it was a mess. Like, oh but that's God. the problem with people in abusive relationships. They can't. Yeah. See it no, themselves. this is this is a, okay. like I was watching it. I was like, this is. I I read this Reddit post last week. Like, help <laughs> him. <laughs> That's a red flag. Just go, 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 run. 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 Yeah. My, my note here is that if she went from a million seasons of Mulder to then being Hannibal's therapist, it is no wonder that she drinks this much wine. Yeah. Oh, she's in Hannibal? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah she is delightful in every, no, in pretty much every scene yeah. she's in, she is either pouring or drinking a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who here, last, I mean, I don't know who here of, watches The Crown, but my God, she is a, amazing. So fucking good. I started watching. So was she in The Crown? I think she's yeah. she's Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher, I didn't even know it and was she her. nails it. I was like, wow. wow, I was really impressed. Sean, it was pretty good. Education. Yeah, I know. I, I know. It's on my list. It's so good. So good. Is it Meryl Streep? Who who played? Thatcher in the Thatcher. Uh, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, that was Meryl Streep. Right? Yeah, so like that's it's a hard act to follow. So I think this is better. No, good. Better. Right. She's amazing. That's fantastic. She's an incredible actress. It's just a shame that she had to like spin on a hamster wheel of that nature for no, exactly. Yeah. You're Sorry, Tracy, you feel crazy. like how I felt with Doctor Who now. <laughs> but I'll defend you. <laughs> no, I, I disagree. I, I think Scully's yeah, a great character. I loved it at the time, but I yeah. just I didn't I still think she's She's a woman in STEM. Come on, <laughs> in the nineties. I, mean, I, I, a friend of mine, no, I okay. said, like told we me have to correct. He encouraged 90s. her to get into, the nineties. I just, I still can't get past the fact that she just doesn't believe ghosts exist. I'm like, lady. I know it, it's a part of the show that doesn't make any sense. With but, one, like you know, I will say, there's a lot of parts of the show that don't make any sense. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're right. And it's tough when we transition from a, a show that literally had people as dolls <laughs> for the episode to be like, eh, this person, uh, th- their belief system didn't didn't line up with reality. You We've never seen the- anything like oh, that. Did you not enjoy the ghost fucking with them? Like, that was so much Hope fun. You talk about reality. No, yeah. reality's not something I. Uh, yeah, it's fine, but but I I did like the ghost. It's the interpersonal relationship. Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Oh my god! Wonderful. I love also, when she looked up her dress and just <laughs> shows. I have a real. Yeah. She was like, I, "What did she say?" She's like, "Um, uh, why are you, I don't show my I don't show this to everybody. everybody. Why are you showing it to me?" <laughs> <laughs> no, the ghost. When they had the ghost later. 
I, I love I the know, ghost tunnel. Like, they were really fun. And they're yeah. like kvetching about how the kids like need so much yeah. more like graphic yeah. nonsense to be convinced these days. Yeah, we haven't had a double a homicide in like a decade. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. They're so cute. I love they're, it. They're, yeah. No one even came last Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. And also these oh. guys have been investigating weird shit for six seasons and these ghosts were just like I know what let's do. Let's put them, put their corpses in the floorboards, but dress like them. This should do it. And these hardened paranormal investigators were like, ah! Yeah, but I don't think well, they've I ever mean, seen their dead bodies before. They've never seen their own dead bodies yeah. before. So. I know, I'm just saying. The, that part it, it had very strong Beetlejuice energy at yeah. the very beginning, where they're like, oh, Adam, I feel ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want to make a funny face and put holes in the sheets. Like, yeah, yeah I love it. That's what's great about it. Yeah, no, and then, it, yeah, and yeah, then the two really seasoned good. professionals were yeah. like screaming Scooby Doo style into each other's arms, very much like Sam <laughs> Dean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, it reminded us strongly of their emotions, though, <laughs> which is worrying yeah. for all parties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, it, it also reminded us strongly of uh, the podcast. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the thrilling adventure hour, uh, Beyond Belief. Yes, uh-huh. great. There podcast. is specifically a. a segment of a Christmas special starring Nathan Fillion called The Winter of the House of Usher that I highly, highly recommend. It's still available for free on the Archive podcast uh, for those of you. Yeah, it's a radio drama podcast and it's, it's yeah, so yeah. good. It, it involves... Mike and Leah got me into it. And uh, it. Paranormal investigators who get trapped in a house uh, with a door that won't close with ghosts who are menacing them in a friend like yes friend frenemy fashion uh and so it, it uh they clearly it ripped off this episode yeah i likely very inspired by because yep. it was it's a good episode and yep. and uh, a yep. good a good mine of ideas mm-hmm. never thought of the phrase menaced in a frenemy fashion but it's definitely happened to me so and it's, <laughs> thank oh. you <laughs> But like I think this is one of the best X Files episodes I've seen in a, in a while. Like, like I've been rewatching. No, it's, season... one of the, it's one of the best late season episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like because I I think season four, five, and six are the best, and then it's uh, a yeah. downhill. Right. Not downhill, but but there's there's less yeah, diminishing returns. Yeah. And man, we got kind of up their own ass with the. Like, yeah, I'm, the I'm just listening to you guys rip apart a show that I love and Tracy. Might starting off with Doctor Who, okay. rip it apart. No, 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 no. Hold on, Tracy. You just, you just corrected I tried Sean, who is saying this is one of the best episodes ever, and you're like, nah, this is one of the best late episodes. Late That's season true. episodes. Like, you're very gatekeepy as well. The, the, oh, I'm very gay. About the X Files, yes, I am very yes. gatekeepy. This is Tracy's favorite show. Me. This is, despite the fact that I talk about the, the Star Trek all the time. <laughs> The X-Files is actually my favorite show, and it's the one show that I was very, and still quite am, obsessive about. And um, so, like, I understand, like with any show, there are plot holes, there's issues, and and blah, blah, blah. But one of the things I love about this show is the interaction between Mulder and Scully, despite the fact that it is a dysfunctional relationship. And it's just just their general, like, banter, and, um, like, the fact that even though you have like lots of serious episodes and all that kind of stuff, and this is a quirkier episode, they always sneak in like a nice little joke. Like there's a dick joke and a fart joke in the, the 
in the scene in the car at the beginning and it's just it's just funny yeah. and then he's like regaling her with like this this fantastical tale to like get oh her my god that thing and yes i know he drones on but that's part of his character and that's one of the things yeah. i enjoy about because i'm sitting here i'm like what why you love Mulder? all i can say is i'm like what bullshit are you saying but i love every minute of it mm-hmm. and scully's skepticism comes from the fact that he is so obsessed with so much nonsense that she keeps putting up with it. She doesn't even know why. Um, but I don't even think that she, it's that she doesn't believe in ghosts. It's that she's like, she's just not going to give him the satisfaction. No, she that, loves to prove him wrong. True. Yeah, she I'm likes sure to, to prove true. him wrong. Well, um, and I, like, and like one of my notes here is like, one of the reasons why I like this show is that despite the fact that it creeps you out at certain points, it still makes you laugh and you can still have a good time because one thing I liked about that episode is like, there are generally, there's genuinely creepy scenes in the episode, but at the end of the episode, they're still, they're sitting on a couch opening up presents and it drives me crazy that I never find out what presents they gave each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, Tracy, I, I was curious what you thought those presents were. Oh, I have never, question. like, I honestly think that um, Scully gave him some sort of like alien autopsy VHS tape I think it's a porn. It's a porn Whatever. VHS tape because Mal- no, Mulder's obsessed with porn, and she Mulder knows. Mulder is it. obsessed with porn. That's a character trait. Why um, would you want to feed that obsession? No. Yeah. No. Like, oh, she has to wear pants. She's like slightly classier than that. But the thing is, I have no. I have never had any inkling of what he possibly gave her in that tube. It looks like a big like Christmas cracker, or is that what they're called? That but you it, yeah, but he, she does it. She unwraps it. Yeah, his looks like a VHS tape. That's what I thought the same thing. Yeah. Uh, she but loves hers, Christmas no stuff idea. though, so it could be like a bunch of ornaments with alien heads in them. It might actually. Be. Yeah, that's totally possible. Yeah. So. I for, think- for- for me, with the same experience as you guys had with the uh, uh, Doctor Who theme, where it, it cut from them excitedly unwrapping their presents in its very warm moment to, do, 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 you, you know, the, the, the Xbox <laughs> theme, I was just like, ah! this, ep- this episode <laughs> does that. Yeah. Why do you guys like, have so much PTSD ah, from jarring. no yeah. themes? <laughs> like, what, like, what happened like, in your childhood? Like, like, <laughs> and and maybe I think that's also part of the my that I I didn't accommodate for the '90s slider of mm-hmm. like like in a in a Christmas episode of a, a like or even an early aughts show they probably would have just let the Christmas whatever song they had bought for for that last scene yeah, yeah. play into the credits instead of hard cutting to their <laughs> yeah, theme. <I> <laughs> <laughs> that really threw me. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I didn't yeah, mean to. They probably okay. came back after a commercial to the credits, which they showed on a full screen at regular speed. Yeah. <laughs> would Would they even have cut back to the credits? Yeah. I, I thought they would. They yeah. would have like, like I, I didn't think that even in the '90s they would have been putting commercials between the credits and the end. But oh yeah, they, they yeah they totally mm-hmm. do. They were okay. contractually obligated to both have that many commercials and show the credits in a way that somebody could conceivably find out who was in the credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really is a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah we yeah, just heat it up now. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. 
Okay. Please, uh, please, please, please I'm defending X Files. That with somebody yelling reindeer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> final edit. Um, so uh, one thing I do want to make a comment on, which I think is very poignant for the situation we're in right now, is that the ghosts in the uh, in the episode actually killed themselves during Christmas of 1917. Yes, and Mulder actually makes reference. I caught that too. Yeah, the Spanish flu pandemic. That was going on at that time period. Leah points oh, out shit. that actually the flu pandemic wasn't until 1918. Yeah, yeah but it was early 19, 19, 1919. Yeah. No, they what? Fucked when was it? The timeline. Oh, the timeline's all messed up. Christmas 1917. There was like a few reported deaths. Well, hold okay. on, Mike. Are you saying that the X Files aren't factual? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Shit, crazy. In this one case, they're right. <laughs> yeah. What time? When did the? Oh, I should have looked it up. It, it's I, the end of World War it. II when 18. they started World War One when they started sending troops back and then they yeah. spread everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's not actually Spanish flu. It started in um, like England or France. Yeah, but they call it Spanish flu. Yeah, um, because, because sorry, the Spanish flu or whatever. Brown um, got yeah. sick, and yeah. in England and France, there was a publication ban about the flu. Mm-hmm. They couldn't talk about it. But in Spain wasn't uh, in the war, I don't think. They were neutral. Yeah, uh, exactly. Spanish. Oh, Spanish, that's their, what it is. Their, uh, world, their um, king and queen getting sick from it, and it, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they weren't, no one else, no, one, no other countries would admit that they yeah. were riddled with fucking flu because the wartime, war was still happening. Uh, mm. Pressing down so, the news. So people denying that a dangerous disease is <laughs> impacting the population yeah. of the world. That sounds a little familiar. Um, Did I watch a movie with that once? No. Maybe, maybe? I don't I don't know. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound it's called bad. Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called X Files the first movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, the X Files movie have a bunch of bees in it. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's all I remember. <laughs> Literally. That's probably well, thinking of the Wicker. Yeah, I like the first movie. Oh, I know. No, I've... I know. Look, I saw the movie opening night. I still have my ticket. I saw it with a bunch of friends who had never watched the X Files. And after oh. the movie, I had to explain everything in the movie yeah. to them about the show. Yeah, it seemed pretty fan service. And it's really funny because I remember this very clearly because we ended up in a parking lot at a Tim Hortons. By a field that had just planted like rose oh, something, and, right? And Everyone we were like, re- we- <laughs> and we reenacted the scene where they're lost in the cornfield. It was great. It was a whole thing. That's amazing. <laughs> Mulder's going. It was great. Oh, you must have been heaven. Oh, maze. Oh, eighteen-year-old Tracy or whatever, seventeen-year-old. I don't know if you guys heard that. It was a, it's amazing because it's a corn maze. I don't know if you guys heard that. I'm going to say it a third time hitting because my forehead. Really but you love puns. I was, I was trying to ignore it, but since you said it like 12 times now, you got it. Corn maze. <laughs> amazing. The two words sound similar, and that makes it funny. Hey, see, this is your fault. You gave us this spice, or I got spiced rum. What, yes. what did everybody else get? Just regular Jamaican rum. Oh, I got wait. Jack Daniels. I'm sorry. I, I got Jamaican rum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gin. Yeah, yeah. You, are you just drinking you drink, Sean? Yeah, right? are you drinking? No, it's like down here. But you drink straight, or you mix it? No, no. I, I, we had a, a ginger beer, so I'm mixing it with it. 
Uh, Tracy, I have a question for you. Yes. If you could spend your Christmas Eve investigating any sort of supernatural or extraterrestrial being, what would you want to investigate? Oh, my God. That's a good question. Amazing question. Oh, that makes me angry. Hold on. Um, I don't know why. I mean, the thing is, I think I would really want to hang out with the lone gunman to investigate some call that comes in from Mulder. But I really have a feeling that I would get really bored with them very, very quickly. And they would just hit on you the whole time. I love Mulder. I was so salty about this episode because I was like, oh, this guy is so tiresome now that I'm... Why is this a... I don't understand why this is a uh, bad Mulder. I think... Like, it's classic Mulder. He's excited about ghosts. He wants Scully to be with him. Yeah, I I think, too, like, for me, like, the relationship between Mulder and Scully is always the same. It's like, she's, like, the practical, logical thinker. Mm -hmm. And and he's just, like, following his heart, you know? And and that's the dynamic between them. And this episode, like, where she's, like, questioning him... I, I don't I didn't feel that way that Alex is feeling where it's like you know she's like how how long does it take for this woman to like realize it's just like she's just like supposed to be the rational logical one she yeah. questions everything and and that's her character right yeah like, and I think it's a lot like in this like episodes like this too it's all about making him not do something stupid and yes. then he still drags her into doing something stupid because he was mean and stole her keys because he thinks this is just going to be fun and stupid. Did he steal like, her keys weird. or was it the ghost? He fully no, stole her keys. Yeah. He stole her. Could, the, could the, the ghost, ghost have put it in his pocket? I think that was like cute and I love that they had this fun dynamic and now as an adult we're like, yes. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's, it's definitely uh, how healthy relationships work. It's just like if you're with somebody who steals your, like, who interrupts your family Christmas and steals your keys to force you into a dangerous situation, do not pass go. Do not call to, you know, collect $200. Call the motherfucking cops. You're dating a psychopath. What? Yes. That is what They're not I even dating. It's a bad partner. They're not dating. Work You're in this situation. Yeah. Email like, uh, oh, no, dating no, a psychopath. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Money for Mike. Yeah. I can't, I can't find anything about that dynamic charming anymore because now I'm yeah. really dangerous. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. But, but the thing is. Super natural those two brothers are toxic to each other right am i wrong yeah, yeah toxic is the wrong word but no oh, no it's, not, it's, it's absolutely no. the right word they are okay, like then, man yeah. on man toxicity is yeah. okay and, like, and to be fair doctor who he does less kind dangerous because he, he brings his companions ends, into these dangerous crazy situations and as frequently in murder yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and as we all said in community uh this friend's abed's friend should have not just saying a song at the end of it. They so man, there's a theme here. <laughs> there is. Leo picked up. Ep- I just um, saw this now. Leo picked episodes and Leo's- with people are, should not be with each other or or. or well, that's what Leo was saying. Like the, the like the season is very fraught in a lot of ways. So like, uh-huh. and that shows sometimes very explicitly and sometimes less so. But I liked it. I like that none of us picked like a super happy Christmas, like a Hallmark but, Christmas. But episode. that's the thing. There's no such thing as a super happy Christmas movie or episode or anything. They don't exist. They need, just like Disney movies are never super happy. They all start with death and despair, and it's triumphing over that. And that apparently the Christmas spirit is triumphing over shit that happens to you that's horrible and 
and detrimental. Right. Yeah. Except most of that stuff is brought on because of the fe- the holiday. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The, the, anyway, the point is, Sean, what what supernatural thing would you be investigating? Oh, no, I was thinking about it. I would like to see Bigfoot. <laughs> like, 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 okay, so Bigfoot murders somebody. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm older. I come in. But it's super the like, oh my fucking God, Bigfoot exists. Done. I'm, I'm, I'm retiring. Like, I want to go get milkshakes afterwards with you and Bobcat Goldthwait and talk about it because he. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen his Bigfoot movie. His yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's really good, actually. It's like super creepy, yeah. super yeah. Low, low budget. It's fun. Because yeah, really ghosts fun. would scare the crap out of me. Um, yeah. yeah. Bigfoot's like would probably be more scared of me than I am, I am of him. I think right. it depends on the ghost. Yeah. yeah. How about Locked the monster, monster as well? Monster. But it'd be hard to see it under the water. So. Uh, also good. So Jamie, what, what's yours? Yours? What's that? Jamie, what, what's yours? Oh, I mean, for me, yeah, I would definitely um, want to learn more about extraterrestrials and aliens for sure. Mm. I know they're out there. What do you th- what do you think you might be in de- would you be dealing with like greys or would you be dealing with like like uh snake people or like a Mars like, attack like kind of or... uh, a Vulcan a Cardassian? I don't know like what species of alien exists. that would be part of the research to find out what 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 exists. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Did, did Jess and Alex answer? I forget. Uh, no, no, no. Jess is next. Jess, Jess, what are you up? If you were a paranormal investigator, which on Christmas Eve? On Christmas <laughs> Eve, <laughs> what takes you away from your family? So yeah, which, which lead leads you away from? I really do enjoy werewolves and vampires. It's my yeah. Oh, moon Christmas Eve. I only want sexy vampires, not the ugly, gross ones. Wait, wait, wait. Twilight Vampire? No, no, no. Brad Pitt Vampire. Like, like Brad Pitt Vampire. Gary Oldman. All day, every day. (laughs) Gary Oldman in the castle. (laughs) No, not like the dude in that blade too, where his whole jaw opens up and he bites your face off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to What we do in the shadows. Yeah. The thousand-year-old vampire. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Good. Messy. Sorry. there. Yeah, I'm. I'm going ghosts. Okay. I want to. Uh, okay. Wow. If it's Casper, the friendly ghost, sign me up. But but if it's a poltergeist or no, or a, a, a ghost trying to give me yeah. to solve its murder, I don't fuck know, no. Because like, like, they just scare you into doing it. I don't want to. I mean, wanna, I, I, really I, I can't. I can't live that way. Like. Yeah. What did you say, Jamie? I'm still recovering from Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm so it's mad I didn't see that movie in theaters. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> to watch yeah. that movie. I, I want to watch that movie. Jamie, oh, I don't know, Tracy. If you're gonna yeah, yes. do a Hereditary rewatch. Mm-hmm. I think I have to rewatch it. It's like the only way I'm gonna get over this movie because right. I think about it every when day. When we're all vaccinated, <laughs> all of us will watch it again. Yeah, but we can't talk during it, or it'll wreck the. I don't know. No, Sean's not invited. No, I think we need to talk. I got it. I need to talk. It'll it'll kill the. No, yeah, he's right. That's good. She's gonna kill the terror. Too much drama. I can watch it with y'all because I will just scream and you'll hate it. Yeah, (laughs) I've only watched it once. I'm about ten. Investigate paranormal stuff. That's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Where? 
like a haunted castle somewhere. Okay, so so oh, I want to invent it. So we're in Toronto. Castle almost haunted. Yeah, you go there on Christmas Eve if you're, you know, David Duchovny from the '90s partner asks you to. Ooh, we I should do that on Christmas a lot Eve. Of, like, Break into a haunted place in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. A lot more like that's, 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 Yeah, that's the safe way. Growing up in a small it. town, we broke into so many abandoned houses. It was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Toronto, the, there's like still enough, uh, like like um, uh, like storehouses and stuff on the on the waterfront that you could probably like. Like, there's definitely people who have died there, like on the job, like all that, all that stuff, like a hundred years ago. Like, mm-hmm. kids who have fallen off the red patch sugar tower. Yeah, not <laughs> Canada vaulting that you can't bust in anymore, but it was so good. It was so good. The brickworks, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done brickworks, but yeah, I used to love it. It's all the like, yeah, turn of the century industrial shit that that you get the the classic ghosts. (laughs) Teeny tiny Korean children. Yeah, Yeah. my parents. Even the nineteen seventeen ghosts, you know. Yeah, Yeah, modern ghosts just want Wi-Fi. Seriously, they they wander the streets and like Wi-Fi dropped out. No. Isn't um, (laughs) isn't the keg supposed to be one of the most haunted on Church Street? Yeah. Places oh, in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we we break in there, and if we and don't find any ghosts, we just cook up some steaks. Done. Nice. Nice. I think nice. I like this idea. But you gotta dip the steak into your wine. Crime on video. Yeah. <laughs> you got soft teeth. You got soft teeth. You gotta go to the criminal dentist every. Um, so I know we've been talking a very long time now and we've gone through all of the shows and if you've been paying attention, you'll get the answers to the Christmas quiz. Woo! Christmas! All right. Wait, wait. <laughs> so you're going to need your noisemakers out for when you answer questions. So, so what's Sean, make your noise. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, Alex and Jess. Beautiful, Jamie. Nailed it. <laughs> Me so yeah, I've got different ones. I get it now. <laughs> and Leah and Mike. Oh, <laughs> okay. All all night, those two have been putting those up, and I, I just thought they had them. I didn't. I, like, I, thought, I thought everyone got the noisemaker I got. <laughs> no, they're like oh, your bless. they're like your buzzer. Oh, bless you, God. Bless. And finally, the penny drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mind being blown. <laughs> I think I was just being cute and thought you had like something together that you had. Anyway. I mean, that, that's a thing that could be. It is cute, but that's yeah. because Tracy thought it would no. be. Not because they we're, we're not that kind of couple. We, we're not very cute. We're not very affectionate. What, what yeah. is it? What? <laughs> I would hit you guys with batteries if I could. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Use so, them to power our love. Okay, so I so all of the questions are pretty much based on everything we've talked about so far. Oh. Um, and I believe I went from easiest to hardest. Oh, boy. Okay. Right. So that's, that's what I tried to do, at least. All okay. right. Are these all questions about the X-Files? No. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mulder's there's, first name? There's X-Files. There's X-Files questions. Golly. There's supernatural questions. There's... <laughs> There's uh, uh, Doctor Who questions, there's okay. Moody, and there's office questions. I can't wait for the Doctor Who questions. Ten minutes. <laughs> God. I don't, all I... right. So, question number one. All these episodes you guys have chosen has this word in the title. 
Sean. Uh, doctor? <laughs> Incorrect. What? Jamie. The. <laughs> Incorrect. Wait. What? Hold on. Christmas. Correct. Alex. I knew the actual answer. I was kidding. Apparently my age. John, the people listening can't see you drinking out of your small bottle of Jamaican rum. So (laughs) I feel like you're lacking context on that joke. Okay. For now on, I'll be serious. I will. No more joke. If I get it wrong, I'm dumb. (laughs) Question number two. At the end of the X-Files episode, Bing Crosby croons over a gruesome scene as he wishes that you have this kind of Christmas. <laughs> Sean? A very Merry Christmas. Incorrect. Is that Bing Crosby? Okay, my, my bad. That was a guess. <laughs> Leah. Leah's Leah. doing the thing. It's a white Christmas. No, incorrect. Oh, I don't know. I was making it up. I just wanted to know if you could hear my noise maker. Yeah. So can Jack. I heard Mike saying Leah. Hi, buddy. Anybody else? No, all Christmas songs give me stressful flashbacks. I don't know. I get it. They're all really? Wait, wait, Tracy, uh, I, I'm dead, but um, is that the song at the end of Die Hard 2? No, it's is not. Bing Crosby? Okay, never mind. It is Bing Crosby, but it's not. The Perumpal Pom Pom. I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with Christmas. A very look. Merry Christmas. I'm surprised. What? <laughs> it's a merry little Christmas. Oh. Uh, that's what, I, what did you say? Oh, merry little. John Christmas. said very merry. Very Christmas. Yeah. I didn't yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I meant that one. Yeah, I, I, I was wrong. <laughs> All right. I thought these were easy. Come on. Uh, What's our hard question going to be? When we get to the hard questions. (laughs) Question number three. Over his long career, Ed Asner has been in many holiday films, including this one that many of you despise for some reason, where he plays the big man himself, Santa Claus. Uh, Alex. (laughs) Alex and Jess. Elf? (laughs) It is Elf. Yes. No, I think only Jamie or is it who hates it? Jamie? We Everybody all hate Elf. We all <laughs> you just don't know it. I don't. I don't great. understand why you guys hate Elf so much. It drives it's me crazy. Awful. Elf is it great. Is no, I'm with again. I'm with you, Tracy. <laughs> One day we'll do an Elf episode, but <laughs> yes, we will. I'm gonna have to yes, drink a bottle of brandy mm. before we start. I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, so, by the way, is just sitting next to Jess, just like you're not taking me out. And then also you're blowing that thing like. <laughs> Me so Uncle Sean's here. I love you. Okay, we're gonna try to get through a little quick so Miso can go out. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, question number four: In Supernatural, when they're trying to figure out what kind of creature they're looking for, Sam mentions several entities that he refers to as the Anticlaws, including this one that several horror movies are based on. <laughs> Krampus. Krampus, baby Krampus. <laughs> okay, Alex and Jess are killing you guys, by the way. <laughs> That's not fair. We do you guys remember the other thing they mentioned? Not remember Black yeah, um, yeah. Do you remember the Dutch uh, the Dutch racist yes. Santa they mentioned? It's it's Black Bob or something? No, it, 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 it's it's not Bob, but it's close to that. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's, a it's like a racist Yeah, Santa. they do they do blackface. And, and yeah, yeah, they still do it to this day. They, I just want to say that Leah's at a disadvantage because her microphone is off. So if she makes a noise, it's not heard for her to be like on the front of the things. 
At least that's Thank how you. it is for me. Can we make Mike and Leah a team? Yeah. If, no, Mike and Leah are a team. Yeah. They're sitting like, it's still not, it's not highlighting you guys though to like, cause I'm on my phone. I can only see like one person. Oh, I Tracy's the judge. Hopefully Tracy can see us all. I thought we we got advantage cause any noise from both of us was additive, but uh, yeah, it turns out. Oh, like, I was trying to buzz yeah. in before you even finished the question. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't count, though. You can't buzz in before you finish the question. I thought we were playing Jeopardy. You, you, of <laughs> all people. Wait, no, but in Jeopardy, if you buzz in before Alex, um, you get a penalty. I, I thought you you could you got to answer the question if he's like you know that's so like, too no I if you have wheel of fortune where you get the penalty no in jeopardy if you buzz in before he finishes reading the question because apparently there's like lights on yep. the wall and if you buzz in before oh, sorry not wheel of fortune you get um, you actually get like a penalty to buzz in okay I did not know that family feud is the one I'm thinking of you get a penalty. If you buzz in too quickly. If you buzz before he's finished the, the, the question. Yeah, that's yeah, the you one. Get, you get a buzz penalty. Like, you don't, you, get, you don't lose money, but if you buzz in, your, your buzz yeah, is your deactivated buzzer is for, slow. like, half a second or something. It's slower. Yeah, all yeah. right. Gotcha. I got all indignant on Mike's behalf because I right, was like, right. he knew an answer that I didn't. He knows so many things. You should listen. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> all right, guys. Okay. I'm paying attention. I swear. I'm paying attention. Okay. So, question number five. Sam and Dean also mentioned that many aspects of Christmas celebrations come from pagan celebrations of the winter solstice. What is this also known as? Ding! We're gonna go with Mike. Ternalia? Yes! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Wait, sorry, just, uh, did you guys notice there was two different episodes where they talked about the pagan Christmas? And, yes. and one said fall, one said summer. When Jesus yes. was born. Yes, yeah. actually, yeah. I did notice that. That's something I noticed that I just forgot to say. Yeah. One said April, one said November. What the hell? It's like Christianity's <laughs> kind of made up and not real. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, right? Well, yeah, I know. It's, 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 I, I digress. also keep saying that winter solstice is the same day as Christmas, which is also not It's also wrong, yeah. It's yeah. earlier than Except that. that. Yeah, and... and uh the the Doctor Who episode was also the one that had the most like uh, carols that specifically referenced Christ on a different planet. Yep. Yes, which was very strange. Also, wait, 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 are you making fun of Doctor Who? Right? I can't agree. Yeah, with that. exactly. Like, like they. I don't know. They were human colonists. Have the exact same uh, yeah. axis tilt. Yeah. Just, as, just, just to defend Doctor Who in this, in this case, um, they said when the human when the colonists came, they brought the the Christmas tradition. But they called it yeah. something else. They called it like not festivist, but uh, something festive. Yeah, but but the, the crystal the, festive or something. But the the uh, poor people who wanted their person back was like, can we just at least have her unfrozen for Christmas? Like, yeah, I know. Saying I know. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not saying Doctor Who's perfect. The longest <laughs> night is over. Things are getting lighter from here on out. Like that's yeah. a lot of coincidence for a planet. That's, true. that's yeah. that's the part that struck me. Christmas yeah. doesn't. It makes yeah, sense. Bring People will bring a, that everywhere. Bringing an arbitrary day of See, celebration. Modern history. Yeah, yeah you can go to a new planet sense, and there'll be Christmas. But, like, yeah. tying it anyway. to, to literally a winter solstice is, is kind of strange. Anyway, yeah. the point is... No, no, you're right. It's all my doctor. Thumb, all right, so... All, be fun. <laughs> yeah. Question number six. 
They find out that the pagan god is feasting on people. One of those gods is played by Spencer Garrett, who has made a few appearances on this show that I can always find a connection to. Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> Sean. Star Trek. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. That's Star Trek. Oh, no, honestly, if mean... you hadn't said it earlier, I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have thought <laughs> he was Tarsus. No, that's right. I, when he brought it up, I had to keep it to myself. I'm like, oh, he knows about it. Shit. I thought that was going to be a hard question. Oh, okay. Thank whatever. you for letting me do that one, guys. I mean, if you gave it away in the question, I probably would have guessed that anyway, but also I didn't know that. So Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Well, to watch next. Well, because it's something that I try to make it slightly easier because I'm like, if I just say Garrett Spencer, people are just going to be like, who the fuck is, is Wait a minute. So when I did the when I did the, the, the quiz, did you actually know that? Or is it because yeah. you got that question ready? No, I already I already had these ready. Oh, okay. So you, okay. Had these I questions ready from before. It's, so this whole thing was fixed. Yeah, what do you mean? It was fixed. No, it's the opposite. What? No, I don't, I don't understand. Adapting the questions. <laughs> did you know <laughs> when you when you when you wrote that question, did you know he was in he was Tarsus Next Generation? No, I didn't know his character. I just knew he was in Star Trek. I saw his oh, face, okay, and okay. I was like, "That guy right, was I in Star Trek." I, I, I'm still impressed, Tracy. <laughs> that's why. That's why I put it on there. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that guy was in Star Trek," and I put it down. That was it. That was it. <laughs> I had this written from before. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Question number seven. They don't celebrate Christmas in Star Trek, but in what? the movie, but in this movie. While trapped in the Nexus, Picard's perfect place this. and time seems to be idol- an idolized Christmas with his family he never had. Just name of the movie this happens in. There's Star Trek, the next generation. How did Jamie know? That's crazy. Nope. <laughs> That's the whale one. Star Trek. <laughs> the whale one. <laughs> Star Trek Four: the boy home. <laughs> Sir, yes, sir. that is the way I won. Tracy, when do I end this madness? Just let me know. Go <laughs> ahead, please. Deal with it, man. Go. Just say it, Sean. Just say it. Nobody knows it? No, apparently not. Track. Gen. Gen. Oh, come up with Jimmy Christmas. Generation. I that's what I said. No, no, no. You said Star Trek The Next Generation. The Next Generation. That's which a TV is a TV show. show. What the fuck is the difference? You tell me what <laughs> Star no, Trek no, no. Generations is the first movie that has the Next Generation crew in it. There's okay, a- I, I do see why Jamie's mad at not a Batman fan. It does seem oh, like she's being jammed. Finding spot. She's not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question number eight. <laughs> Question number eight. This is starting to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. Um, there, is Christ- there is Christmas in space, however, but it's a little different as Doctor Who goes to a planet where these creatures are in the clouds. Fish. Mike. Fish. Mike. Fish. Fish. And Thank sharks. <laughs> and whales, they say that, so there's also... And dolphins. Potentially dolphins. I had to look and, it up. Uh, a shark is a fish. Aquatic, yeah, yeah but there's aquatic mammals, potentially. Yeah. Yep. All right, next question. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense, because they have different oxygen requirements. Yeah. How dare you, Mike? Um, and I, like fish, though, makes perfect sense, but fine. Really? Does it? I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I just makes no, sense how they would like appear and disappear, though. I, I didn't okay, know. okay. What doesn't make sense is why do they look like fish from Earth? 
They would look like None so crazily sense. different. No, what, do, what also doesn't make looking. sense is why are there two chase scenes? Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, I say there should be three. It's a pacing <laughs> issue. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to have a show that literally uh, allows you to do anything and, and literally just define your stakes as you're creating the scene, yep. Don't do two chase scenes. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> the end. Okay. The answer. Wow, this is devolving. Okay. okay. I, sh I should, next year, no alcohol for you guys, okay? We're just <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. It'll be a dry <laughs> episode. Good luck, Tracy. about not needing to bribe us. Just whatever. Can't believe. It's like also crazy. When do you ever see us where we're not consuming alcohol? That is true. That is true. I, I also take a little bit of offense. Not, like, let's not forget that. I mean, I was a little bit impassioned there, but after three years of yeah. Christmas episodes, that particular rant was the yeah. one that you said was like <laughs> that hey, was nobody that is bad. allowed to consume alcohol after <laughs> yeah no I mean, no mike's right that was not i politely disagree with mike that's it that's true through other episodes and choose a better time to say <laughs> okay everyone in the chart is let's go back yes. <laughs> like like i'm not saying it was the best rant i've ever done i'm yeah. saying that like if that's the breaking point that is not the worst that's not sound angry. That can't be as bad as any of the marshmallow era. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was oh, that was a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's the next question? Question number nine. Oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> An ideal Christmas is all Abbott wants to have. When he can't have it, he has a mental break, and his world seems to be in this kind of animation style. Jamie. Stop motion. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Jamie's on the board. There That's number nine. I yelled fish before anybody else. I just <laughs> ring the bell. <laughs> you gotta ring the bell. That's the key. Uh, number 10. In this fantasy world that Abbott creates, there are no traditional Christmas songs, but he does turn Troy into a classic Christmas carol character. Which one? <laughs> Sean. Little drummer boy. Good job. Well done, sir. He's in fact a Troy soldier, but I will let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there Troy a soldier. Oh, that's his name. Yeah, but... it's true. Yeah. Um, question number 11. In the office, all Angela wants is a traditional office Christmas party, but she's not in charge this year. This coworker is. Oh, Umbridge. What's her name? <laughs> Shy. Lady in pink. I don't know the other. Somebody? Sorry? It's Phyllis. It is Phyllis. That's her name. All right. How'd I beat Jamie to that? I, this wouldn't blow properly. Sean's pulling ahead. We got two questions left, guys. I think the whole thing's fixed, to be honest with you. <laughs> what is William T. Riker's middle name? <laughs> <laughs> it's Thomas. Why don't you know this? No, no, no. no. But you, only you and me would know that. I mean, I <laughs> guess the, they could guess. Oh, what is Wait, is it really so Thomas? Is it is Thomas. So boring. Right. Well, the, the reason yeah, yeah, because his clone takes it as his first name. No. <laughs> Tracy, is that, I beat you to it, Tracy. You did. <laughs> is it? Is it because Riker is too like it was too out there? They had to like rein it in for the middle name. I don't know. Yeah, uh, unlike yeah. with the Kurt, only reason we know it is because uh, Riker's clone takes that name as as his own and then does his own thing. Yeah. Anyways, it's a great episode, Mike. Uh, next time you hear yourself, we'll put that one in the queue. Um, also, the Deep Space Nine <laughs> episode. 
<laughs> also, the Deep Space Nine episode where the clone comes back yes. and replaces oh, him so and then good. takes stuff. Oh, you think right. Riker's on Deep Space Nine? No, it's it's Thomas it's Riker. It's Thomas, and he takes and he off steals his the It's amazing. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> also, yeah, great episode. I, I broke my wrist uh, about a year ago and uh, oh, texted Sean for uh, oh, and Tracy and Tracy of, of Star Trek. And no, you Tracy emailed for, me and Tracy. Yeah, 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 for Star Trek uh, episode, right? TNG yeah, recommendation. We both went through our fa- our, our the seasons. We're like, all right, one's got yeah. one or two good ones. Two's got a couple, <laughs> three, four, and five, and six. Like watch these. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we've digressed again into Star Trek. I apologize. You okay. keep doing it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why Jamie's friends with us. There's never two understand. questions left, guys. Leads Star Trek. Two questions keep left. You in line. Question number twelve. Get ready, guys. Get ready. Angela goes along with all of Phyllis's crazy demands because she's being blackmailed with what information? Ooh, Jamie. Ah, she's tre- cheating on Andy with Dwight. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's that's a bad thing. But yes. No, it's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. I mean, beautiful. From uh, one everyone, Tracy's GoFundMe for Infidelity will start at the podcast. Follow the link below, please. <laughs> Dwight, I expect, is is a very efficient and productive lover. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Angela would want that. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, right. I want I want to say something before we we wrap up this podcast. I was really shocked that nobody picked Seinfeld for this podcast. The best of this episode. Right. I was shocked yeah. Mike and Leah didn't pick Bob's Burgers. That's what I thought you were going to do. Or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Bob's Burgers has some excellent Christmas episodes, some fantastic ones, yeah. including the two-part uh, uh, Krampus episode that yeah. has a Game of Thrones crossover. Very, very excellent. But um, I, I think that if you're going to do Bob's Burgers, it's got to be a Thanksgiving episode. Yes. Because That's really where their heart lies. Yeah. Or even, Halloween. Even, I really love their Halloween episodes, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've got that. Though, the, I think, I think right, the... For Halloween, uh, we'd probably go even more hard on uh, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, they are excellent yeah. for Halloween. Yeah, uh, like it, it's a little bit more about like where the heart of the the show is. And yeah, with Bob's Burgers, it's really on Thanksgiving. And and Community has some excellent Halloween episodes too. It's yeah. not to yeah. deny that either. But this was a Hall- or this was a Christmas episode, and yeah. we were asked for a Christmas thing, and and mm. I think that this this went great. Tracy, just saying, if you ever do a Halloween episode, I will cheat and pick Realm of Fear, I think it's called, on Next Generation. All right. Remember the episode where all the dead bodies set up? bringing the conversation back. Whatever that episode is called. (laughs) But you see, see, I didn't do it, okay? So here's the question. Sean's way worse than you are. There's one more trivia question. One more trivia question. One more. And and does it involve Ferengi and their their rules of? Uh, it's called ooplop. If you're that's what you're asking. Um, they rub their ears. Ooplop or something like that. No, that's, he's talking about. No, no, no. What, what, what is the law of uh, exchange? It's rules they, of acquisition. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the rules of acquisition. Rules of acquisition. Yes. Uh, okay. This this is the last question. This is question thirteen. Um, you can get as much as six points for this question. Well, Okay. Okay. So it's a simple question. You can give one answer or you can give me one answer and then an answer per episode. When I read the question, you'll understand why. Okay. All of the episodes surprisingly have this in common. 
And then after that, you can tell me what that thing is in each episode for additional points. For, for, the, for the episodes we watch, there's one thing in common. For all of them, yes. Okay. Is it Christmas? Mike. <laughs> besides Christmas. Come on, guys. Besides Christmas. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I should have said that. the hardest question. Oh, I was just buzzing in for Leah because she was saying Christmas. <laughs> I think that that's... You didn't say stipulate besides Sorry. Christmas. Sorry. Okay. Think we're entitled I don't to think she's points. done the full question here. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Just besides Christmas... All of these episodes surprisingly have this in common. I would like what the thing in common that they have and tell me where the commonality is in each episode that we watched. Mike. Non-traditional families. Sorry? Non-traditional or found families. Oh, did I you lean towards one. your screen <laughs> with headphones I in <laughs> to try to hear me better? <laughs> Is that what you need? <laughs> this yeah. depraved moment in time? <laughs> Do you lean closer to my image on your screen? <laughs> I love that I lean sideways too with my ear. I'm like, what? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. This is, yeah, this is the moment. My answer okay. was found or create or non traditional families. If you can hear that with your horrible... I'm, I'm actually going to disagree with that. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. I have one. I don't think it's what you're thinking. Uh, white male leads. <laughs> what? I think oh, I'm I right, though. Abed. Done. Def Abed. No, no, no. Exactly. no. Jeff That's... Winger is still the... the I mean, no, but in that episode, he's really... Oh, no. good point. Yeah. No. All right. You're right. Disagree. Anybody else? Interventions? <laughs> Lack of snow for most of the episode? No. <laughs> I don't know. Not till the end. Not till Lisa's the end of two trauma. episodes. Track. You if you could hear that. Trauma? Single episode. Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess trauma does fit. But that is not what Wait, I Wait, is Jamie right? About. Okay. Is Star Trek relates to everyone? You already excluded no. Christmas. No. It's not Star Trek? Star Trek. It's not Star Trek. <laughs> well, it might be. I didn't actually look it up, so. <laughs> I might be right. Yeah. <laughs> podcast, so Star Trek is a given. That doesn't... Ah. Okay. If I looked, I probably could. Find we have a hint, Tracy. We're not getting it. Um. Well, I mean, it's one word, and if I give you a hint, you're going to be just like. You have the first letter of the word. Would, would that give it away? It's an S. S. Oh. S Wait, sexy. No. Which <laughs> no, episode is sexy? Sexy. <laughs> Anybody know? Can I, uh, can I, uh, what I think it is, or what I put down as the answer? Yeah. Uh, it's secrets. Oh. Because in the, the office, right. Phyllis right. is blackmailing Angela with a secret. No. Abed keeps the secret of the bad news. In Doctor yeah. Who, Abigail and Kazran keep the secret of her illness. Mm -hmm. In Supernatural, Dean uh, keeps the information from Sam about like their father and the real death of their mother. And in the X-Files, Mulder lures Scully there without telling her why she's going there, A, and then takes her keys and lies to her secretly and gets her into the house. That, Crazy. yeah. Bravo. Totally. Yeah, but I will oh, say, Leah said trauma, and yeah. I mean, secrets lead to trauma. I feel like... That is true. Maybe okay. we get three yeah. points. 
Okay, I'll give Mike and yeah. Leah a point for that. All right. But sadly, and Tracy gets the other five. <laughs> I get the other five. But yeah. sadly, that means Sean wins bragging rights for a year. Why is this sad? I like Sean. That's very sad. Where you can try to kill us all so we can be happy for him when he won this time. Yes, that is very true. That is very what a true. Board game where he's trying to murder us. <laughs> well, I do want to play Among Us later. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So much fun. And how you always try to murder us definitely applies to Among Us. So. <laughs> but you guys get to murder me too. It, it goes both ways. Maybe. <laughs> uh, well, that's everything. Do you guys have any comments or anything about yeah. Tracy? Thank you. Yeah, I this is so much fun. Thank you from all yes. of us. I think. Yeah. It was fun. We love. I love doing this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's I a love great having tradition. Yeah, I love having you guys on. It's always a lot of fun to talk to you guys, and this year has been definitely epic. So we'll see how the editing process goes with it. Yeah, good luck. Yep. Um, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it for this episode and this year of Off My Shelf. I will be returning with new episodes on January 11th, 2021, where we'll be talking about one of my favorite shows, Firefly, and its series-concluding film, Serenity. Until then, you can still follow along on Twitter and Instagram at OhMyShelf, or you can send emails to OhMyShelf at gmail.com. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Joyce Kwanzaa, and enjoy whatever you want to celebrate. See you in the new year. Ba-ba-la-ba! We're done! Yay! 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 Yay!